in five, four, three, two, one. Obi Trice, real name, no gimmicks. Who are you? He had a voice that could make a Wolverine purr. That's what I'm talking about, man. Wait a minute, I know you. Check out the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. I know that, dude. He's a modern-day Yoda. I'm your huckleberry. Allow myself to introduce myself. Greetings and salutations. We came, we saw, we kicked it down. You're excited. Feel these nipples. That boy's good. Mm -hmm. Good and terrible. Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! This is the Mike Rutherford Show on the Big X. Sportos, motorheads, geek bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. Alright. 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 Welcome in, everybody. It is Thursday, July 6th. This is the Mike Rutherford Show coming to you from the remote University of Louisville College of Business Studios in Jeffersonville, Indiana. On the air today from uh, 3 until 6 here on 1450 AM, 96.1 FM, streaming all over the land. You know us better as the Big X. And a reminder, of course, to visit business.louisville.edu to see what the UofL College of Business can do for you, including getting your MBA in just 12 months, Business.Louisville. .edu. Mike Rutherford here with Trevor Kelsey after an unexpected day off yesterday. My apologies. Uh, health cut. If you listen to the show on Monday, you know, health kind of, I don't know what the word is, fizzled up, got bad again uh, while I was on the air. It's kind of stayed that way for a little bit since. Yesterday was, was not going to be able to come in here and do it. Today, we'll see how this goes. Um, I might make even less sense than usual. I might die on air. Who knows? Uh, either way, it's going to be a fun listen for you. Not great for me, but uh, down here without the YouTube cameras, I'm going to be so pissed. I, the, the YouTube cameras would make it go far I mean, more viral. I mean, the death would be would be problem too. But I mean, just the fact that we couldn't even have it on record, especially now that like we're kind of calling it. So if it actually happens, yeah. the, the the audio will go viral. But you're right. If the the video would make it a lot better for the for the it'd be a big day for the station, no question about it. But uh, we're, I'm kind of I, yeah, I'm, I'm all off kilter. I don't know what's going on exactly. I would want I want I want video proof of me having my Pulp Fiction moment with you. <laughs> <laughs> like he doesn't need that. I'm just gonna look at Frank. Frank, you stick him in the heart with it. No, you bring a, you bring you bring a host in here. It's gonna OD on my station. You stick him in the heart. He does not need the <laughs> adrenaline shot at all. Uh, that's not what's going on here, but. Um, I, I know that people don't really care, but it, it's just for whatever reason. I don't, I don't know how to explain this. The like the, the the long COVID stuff that I've been dealing with for God, like a year and a half now. It, it seems to have like cycled back to the beginning, which was the the worst part. So like for some reason, I have no idea what triggered it. I don't know if it was the the sickness over the smoke last week or the just uh, doing too much on vacation or what's going on. But I've been dealing with stuff like I haven't dealt with in since the very beginning, like a, a year and a half, stuff that I'd kind of forgotten about, and it uh, it sucks. Uh, hopefully it'll be quicker this time. Hopefully we can breeze through this and we can get back to feeling semi-normal again like next week or um, sooner than that. But for right now, we're just we're, we're putting our head down, we're shutting up, we're trying to, to make the most of it, and we'll try to talk some sports here from 3 to 6. But 
if I am slow today or shaky or whatever, uh, my apologies. We'll, we'll do the best we can here. But hit us up on the Thornton Stacks line at 502-414-1450. Uh, that is the, the Thornton Stacks line. Reminder, Thornton's hooking you up with the best deals all summer long by downloading their Refreshing Rewards app. Go to your app store on your phone. Just search Thornton's. You'll find it very easy to do. It's going to save you money at the pump. It's going to save you money inside. Save you money whenever you're doing anything at any one of the 89,312 Thornton's locations. Do that and then text us at 502 414 1450. Uh, Trevor Kelsey, we have not talked since uh, since Monday now. So, 4th of July, raring to go. Were you firing off fireworks for all the kids in the area, that getting on the next door app and arguing about it? H- how was the 4th? Uh, how was the celebration? Well, and how was your extra day off yesterday? Well, just out of curiosity, of, the, of just the short time you know me, which one do you think would I be more likely to do? I think you probably, oh, God. I'm going to say fireworks, but it's close. Yeah, but then again, you want to say complain, but then again, that would be on like social media, and that's you'd have to download an app yeah. and figure out how to use it. Like I'd be more likely to just go down like, outside and yell at the neighbors. Ex- yeah, like, from it, my, from if my... I were just complaining about it, it was like you being fireworks enthusiast or you being guy who complains about fireworks. I would go with the complain route, but as far as like vocalizing it on a social network that you don't have right now, and you'd have to actually go out and like download and figure out how to use, I'm going with you being fireworks guy. Well, I was neither. Uh, I was. I was yeah I was I was cursing the fireworks people under my breath, while uh, my poor dog just would not just would just was scared to death. On poor thing. I, I she the last couple of years she didn't I don't feel like she was this nervous about it but Arya just cannot handle the fireworks right now. Like she just she will get underneath her she starts shedding a little more. Like she, oh. Her tail is underneath her leg. I can just I you know, I'm, you know, I'm petting her. I can feel like her shaking and. She been she hates walking on this the like the wood floor in my room, and she like didn't even care. She like, walked on it just to get on the couch to, to get to me because she was just so scared. Like uh, and the people were, were like like doing the fireworks like I think right behind me too. Oh, that sucks. So it was it was really loud. Other than that, it was pretty much a, a laid back, random kind of could have been any other random day off for me. Now were they lim- were the fireworks limited to did they at least limit it to like Fourth of July or they, have they been going last night and still going? No, Monday night and Tuesday night were the only two. That's good. That's all. That's yeah, all, it, that's was all just, we it was just I didn't get any. I think maybe I heard a boom or two slightly periodically, sporadically in the middle there. So maybe last night, but not much. It was it was pretty much limited to Saturday night and then then Monday night and Tuesday night. I got the more I mean, Monday night than Tuesday night though. Because we, we talked about this a little bit on Monday. Like, I, you know, my, around us, it's been going, like, every night for the last five, I feel like we've had this. And it is it is kind of annoying to a point, but it hasn't woken up my kids. It hasn't, my dog doesn't care, so it doesn't really affect me that much. But there's a point where you're like, okay, it's it, 2 a.m. on July 7th. We, we need to go ahead and stop this. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I do selfishly love running to the, the, getting the emails from the Nextdoor app and just seeing the, like, you know, the back and forth between people who are like, I fought for this country and you need to stop with the, you know, the, the fireworks. And people are like, you fought so we had the freedom to set these fireworks off. And it's just, it's this never ending, just every single year, it's the same arguments and the same, uh, not being a part of it. I, I enjoy following it. But uh, we had a good Fourth of July. We just, I mean, again, I was not feeling great, but we got, I got up, but we did do like the, the quick little neighborhood parade. Uh, we, Mary decorated this little wagon we have. The kids got out nice. there. John was was uh, in heaven because there was a fire truck in the parade. That's all. He's big into trucks these days. That's all he cares about. Just said truck a million times. Virginia sang a impromptu, created on the spot Fourth of July song for the entire parade route. I think, uh, which was you know, I think people got a little bit annoyed after a while. But she's she's trying to give the parade 
Some music. Uh, Every some, little boy goes some to the truck right, phase, right? I think so. Because I, I, she didn't have it, right? No, she couldn't care less. And I, I had it, I remember. I I'm was not... big into trucks and, and cars and yeah. for a long time. But, John, yeah, and John, he's very much is like truck, bus, car, like fire truck. Like, uh, you know, he's, he's all about the, the was, different types of trucks. I was big into planes. I never had a plane thing. I had a plane. I think it's because my, my aunt was a stewardess. For uh, Piedmont, I think is what it was called. They're not around anymore. But I, I, so I was like, I had to think, I was like, cool for planes. Sounds like some issue you need to unwrap there. Well, I had some toy planes. There's the Cobra plane, and I had like the X-wing fighter. I had a bunch of like jets and stuff from the, the toys that were. My dad, I think, wanted me <laughs> to be. My dad, so my dad flew planes in the Navy. And Did he? Okay. So, so he's big into aviation, like big into to planes in general, and like I think he always wanted his kids to get into it, and like I. Just like did not, I was the kid who was like terrified to fly. I didn't fly for the first time until I was ten, and I was like just very, very worried about it, very concerned about it. Still, don't care, like don't really like flying. Uh, I think I don't my sister got into it briefly, but like my dad, I, he, like I was, I was a lost cause. Like my brothers are very into to cars, and so is my dad, and trains and planes. Like it, that just was not me growing up. I was not. You know, I, I like them to a point, as long as they work. Like get me to point A to point B. But besides that, like I don't really. It's just I'm not that big. You ever ridden on a train? I have. I mean, I've stayed on a train, but I've never ridden on a train. I've ridden. On, well, oh yeah, you stayed on. You told I think me it's when, when yeah. I went to Led Zeppelin. I, I've been uh, back in '98. Uh, I guess Page and Plant technically, but um, I stayed at some hotel. I don't even remember what the hotel it was, but it had like a train that was like established in the hotel, and like all the, the train, like all the you know train. Were, were turned into rooms, uh, private rooms, and I stayed on that train. I don't even remember what, I don't know what hotel it was. I don't remember where. I just remember being in the middle of the hotel, like put in there. So it's kind of cool. It is kind of cool. I would wish I, I would. I would like to ride on a train though. It's like do, where, do they have train rides in Louisville? They used to. I know. I've I, I've been on a couple of of trains, and it's. I mean, it's. It's nothing to get excited about. It's not, nothing too well, crazy. I mean, it's <laughs> not, the trains. <laughs> I, so, so we took the speed trains like in Italy. And that was a different world. And like, that made me really like wish that we had some sort of light rail system in, in, in Louisville or in you know, the, the states that we could use, like, like the way that they use it in Italy. Because you go from, I mean, you go from like Rome to Florence, like snap of a finger. It's like boom. And it's like a, a well, cool little countryside view the entire way over. It's, it's, it's nice. That's little speed trains, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. We, I, I want to go like an old school train. I just... I've been on both. Okay. The I mean the speed train I thought was a lot cooler than the. the well, yeah, I'm sure I'd like. I wouldn't mind trying it too. I just had a preference. I hear that. I my. One I don't want to f- go on a subway though. I don't want an underground train. Well, one of my favorite things when we went to college. I've said this before. A date. And it's like 50 percent of the student body, at least back then, was all people from Chicago. And so we were talking about. We made a lot of friends from Chicago. And we were talking about. You know, you guys need to come down for the Derby. We, you know, we need to see you this summer. We, we'll go up to Chicago and all this stuff. And these girls, I remember, they were like, "Well, we'll just we'll, we'll take the train down." And we're like, well, you can't. There, there's, there's no train that's gonna take you from Chicago. They're like, yeah, th- there is. It's, it's America. Trains go everywhere. <laughs> they're like, they're like, you absolutely can go from Chicago to Louisville on a train. I was like, you absolutely cannot. Did she use the A or was it? Did she say America? No, she was. They were like, you know, big city people. They were like, they were adamant that like, you know, any big city you can go from from Chicago to there on a train. I was like, well, you can't go from Chicago to Louisville. They did it for a brief period. Have those like night buses. I had a friend who would take like the the party, not a party bus, but like a like the whatever. It was like it was like a bus you could pay, and it would just like go through the night from Chicago to Louisville. And he did it like seventy times when he was living up there. But I don't even know if they have those anymore. I mean, I know a lot of people were taking when I left. I'm one of the Eagles games I went to when I got lost from Renshaw and couldn't find out where I was, and I was trying to find a cell phone, uh, find a phone. 
Uh, a lot of people were heading to the train to go from uh, Philly to New York. There you go. And I was like, okay. Yeah, I mean, big cities in the, in the north, they they have trains that take you from city to city. You just, you can't. I'm saying we're not a, nor- a big northern city. We're just a small bumpkin south town. I'm The first part, yes, exactly what I'm saying. We are not a big <laughs> northern city. So there's that. Uh, quick update. Cincinnati Reds are in action. You can't Uh-oh. listen to it on the radio here locally anyway, so you, know, you might as well just stick with us. But Why is it not on the radio locally? Because I think all the, the stations that have it are doing shows. Yeah, but we would have been bumped for the Reds. Why aren't they? Well, we've got priorities. We honor our affiliates. Yeah, I guess they just don't care. They just they just don't. But the Reds, <laughs> it was supposed to be a one oh five start time today. They, they they played the first inning and a half, and then rain halted everything out there. Uh, but they are back underway in D.C. Reds looking for a four-game sweep. It is nothing-nothing in the bottom of the second with two outs. Reds had, when I left, Ellie De La Cruz was on third with one out. I don't see it. They, they didn't get him in. I don't know how it didn't happen, but... Uh, regardless, Reds looking for their, their fourth straight win over the Nats. Nats looking to salvage a game. We'll keep you updated there if you care. If not, we're still going to keep you updated. I mean, so, the Bats so got I, a 130 game in like two weeks. We're going to probably miss that day. I'm not complaining. I know you're not. <laughs> I wish they had a 130 game today. It would be, it would be a, make things a lot easier. Yeah, they're 7 5. They need a win. That's for damn sure. We, yeah, they're, they're, they, are, they are hurting. They've lost 7 out of 8. They've been 2 and 7 since the All Star break. Uh, losing all these guys in Cincinnati. Their second half finally, break, I guess. Yeah. Finally, yeah, finally taking a hold. And we know they got to, you know, they have to finish first if they're going to make this championship series Man. in the second half. So uh, they're they're kind of up against it right now. We got plenty of stuff to talk about today. Uh, some news that we were going to hit on yesterday that's probably been hit on on other shows, but we haven't talked about it. So it's it's new to you. It's new to us. Uh, Louisville being a me. potential favorite in every game they play this season. We'll get to that. I've got to get your thoughts on the Jeff Brom Top Gun video, which has been out for a couple of days mm. now. Uh, Louisville recently got a new U of L football commit. I believe, hint, hint, wink, wink, they may get another commit before we get off the air today. Uh-huh. We'll talk about that. Uh-huh. Um, we've got uh, the new college football EA Sports video game. May not be coming out. May be delayed again. We can discuss that. The Louisville TBT team has added another former player for this tournament that's going to come up in, I guess, 21 days, three weeks from today. They'll play their first game. And then some nonsense. We'll get into the the new threads, the new social media app, which took people by storm last night or did it. There's a new app? There's a new app. We'll get into that. Also, mm-hmm. this woman on the plane freaking out video, which has spawned all sorts of conspiracy theories. We've got to talk about that a little bit. And then, of course, we want to hear from you on the Thornton Stocks line at 502-414-1450. Um, woman freaked out on a plane? Woman freaked out on a plane. I haven't seen this video yet. Do I need to watch it at a commercial break? You need to watch it on the commercial because we can't play it on the air. It is, there is some some cursing. Did you so, tweet about it or something? No, no, but it has. I'm very intrigued by what's going on with the video. There are lots of reactions to it. I'm fascinated by all of them. So okay. we want to get to that. Let's start with the so I just searched woman freaks on plane. I think you can probably find it pretty easily. <laughs> if you search woman plane, I'm pretty sure you won't be able to scroll at least three down before it comes up. And then you'll see yeah, like, there it is, number one. Yeah, and, and you'll, you'll see like a million people be like, you know, she's actually pretty attractive. I would. And it's like, okay, it, it, it's all that. We'll, we'll get to it. We'll get you got me intrigued. I'll watch it at the commercial break. You got so, ten yeah. minutes. Just stay with me I, for ten I, minutes, and then you can devote your full attention to the woman on the plane video. It's like twenty seconds. Have long. We ever met? <laughs> I'm gonna need you to stick with me for like just ten minutes, especially today. I just I need you to help me out a little bit. Okay. <laughs> Let's start with the only because I saw your reaction. Let's start with the Jeff Brom Top Gun video. Okay. <laughs> so this was, they, they, we knew they were going to do something on, yeah. on Monday when we were on the air. And I was like, I don't know what this is, but I'm kind of excited about it. I sort of got tipped off by some inside info about 
kind of what it was. And I was like, well, that sounds interesting. I want to see how this plays out. But it is a, it's a Top Gun football scene with a shirtless Jeff Brom, uh, a number of the U of L football players, Keechel Clark, or not Keechel Clark, uh, Jack Plummer's there. Uh, the offensive linemen are there. Uh, a number of guys are, everybody's shirtless. Brady Brom makes an appearance. He's not shirtless at the very end. Like, that's great. He makes, I can't remember what he says, too, because I, I watched a lot of it. On, I didn't, I, I had the volume down on it when I was watching it. All right, I kind of, and I watched most of the time. I watched it like two times without the volume, so, and I didn't did I miss anything in the in the in the dialogue. Well, yeah, I mean a little, a little bit. bit at the very end. I remember Jeff says something to Brady. I can't remember what it was though. They're just sort of reenacting the scene. But, yeah, but, but yeah, it, it's yeah, it's Brady's time to shine. He kills it. They're, they're, funny, yeah. They've also released a behind the scenes making of the video. Give me just because I'm curious your reaction. Give, give give me your thoughts on this. Uh, my thoughts. I mean, I, it was fun. It was cute. I guess. I think you and I are gonna be on the same page. Yeah, I mean, I had no problem with it. Um, I mean, if you're gonna, you know, mimic a movie, at least do one that's good. But you know, it, it's fine. I mean, the kid, the kids probably think Maverick is cool, which they'll, they'll learn later on as they get older that it, it's it falls hugely in comparison to the original. But I would have rather had the volleyball scene. But you now, know, you, you need to put this away from your <laughs> your disdain it. for the movie. It needs to be that, that needs to be a secondary issue. Uh, outside of that, I thought I thought it was fun. I had two reactions. At least it's relevant. I guess if you did it like an, a, a nostalgic movie that I would I would like more, probably most of those kids wouldn't even understand it. <laughs> Jeff might, but the rest of them probably wouldn't. I, I had two primary reactions to this. Okay. One, I, I could not be more in awe of Jeff's willingness to to commit. Right, like like. I mean, this is something that could you imagine Scott Satterfield doing this if this was pitched to him? Absolutely not. There's no way in hell we get a shirtless Scott Satterfield doing Top Gun. I, I think we could get, maybe get set now. Petrino, no. Charlie Strong, probably not. I think Satterfield, maybe. You know, I could see Strong doing it more than Satterfield. Really? I couldn't. I, I could not see Satterfield doing it at all. I couldn't see. I feel like a lot of coaches in college football wouldn't do this. They would just take themselves a little too seriously. Thankfully, that's never really been Jeff's mo. So his willingness to commit to the bit, I thought, was was awesome. Yeah. My second thought was like, I enjoy it. It was good, but like, I didn't really understand the reason why. Like, like, you know, I kind of that was my second thought was like, I don't know why this. This, this needed to happen. I guess it's just a fun thing to put out there for the fans yeah. and to, to capitalize on the entertainment. And I do think that's worked. I think most fans have been have been all about it. They've, they thought it was a cool thing. And even some rival fans have been. You know, it's one of those things. It's going to get brought up by rival fans if, if they beat you. Like, cool video, like shirtless, whatever. Like, tweeting Jeff Brom topless like we just kicked your ass or something like that. But I have seen some rival fans be like, oh, this is, this is pretty cool. I just, I don't know. Like the, the whole thing struck me as I was like, I, I don't really know why this needed to happen, but it was, it was fine. It was, it was, it was fun. <laughs> would, uh, I mean, you, you, would, would you not have done it? Honestly? Well, I mean, if I, if I was that old and I was that strong still, I probably would, I probably would be proud of it. But right now, no. <laughs> not, not with my current grimace physique. I'd have done it. <laughs> yeah, I can see you doing it. It'd be like, why don't you take off your, that sweater? You know, and I'm like, <laughs> I can see you not caring, but no, I don't know. I, I think it, it achieved the intended purpose. Because, like, hey, hand up, I rode halfway here today without my shirt on. Okay, well, it was so hot when I got out, when I walked in from my house to the car. 
was like, you just, just pop the shirt off on the on the, the, the 10 second walk from your house to your car. Yeah, I did, yeah, I just I didn't even put my shirt on. Like, I, just, I took it off since I got in the car and I just wrote, I didn't put it back on until I got into the, back on the highway. I mean, I, I do. <laughs> I applaud your so yes, there's your Jeff Braun esque willingness to, to to commit to the bit as well. So at some point, some like somebody pulled up to me on like Westport Westport and Her Lane, and just looked over at me, and saw like what would have made Jeff Braun look like Fabio. Did you just do like the Ferris Bueller, like the the girl from Ferris Bueller look, where you just like the little <laughs> hand wave. YouTube cameras would have caught the that. Hamilton. I was like from, from Fast Times. I was like. Hey. <laughs> No, but I, I think the, the video achieved its intended purpose, which was, I, I guess, just add more fuel to the fan base, give them more something. You know, this is, you know, Brahm is here, fun is back, Louisville football can be a, a product that we can all get behind. Because I, I think that was one of the biggest issues with Scott Satterfield is that he never really connected with the fan base or the community. And when he tried to, it felt forced. I mean, I'll, I'll never forget the... I mean, I was grimacing just watch, just looking at the pictures of him showing up at the Dirt Bowl. I was like, oh, this, this just doesn't, I'm like, this just doesn't, doesn't seem like a Scott Satterfield thing to do. But you can envision Jeff Brom going to the Dirt Bowl. You can envision him going anywhere in the city and, and kind of fitting in. And I think that this is the message that the, the university is sending now is, and this, this old guy, he didn't really get us. He, the, the other guy, he didn't, <laughs> didn't fit in here, wasn't going to buy in. He wasn't going to go out of his way to make himself a part Brown's of the community. Older than him, isn't he? <laughs> I meant older than, like, the, the guy before. Isn't he Bryson Brown probably older than Satterfield, though? Yeah, I think so. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, he definitely is. Yeah, okay. But, like, the, the older guy, he wasn't, <laughs> he wasn't going to go out of his way to try to fit in, to try to do stuff like this that, that we know the fan base enjoys. Jeff is. And I, I guess that was the purpose there. I thought, I mean, it, I, just, I wasn't expecting it. I get it. <laughs> yeah, I aside from anything else if, if I liked the movie I'd I would have loved it. But I still like I love the fact that yeah, they're having fun, they're doing they're be goofing around. Uh I'm sure, you know, most kids and recruits will probably find it even better and funnier than I do, which is all that really matters to me. I tell you, it's the same thing we always say about the uniform. I, yeah, I get I get yeah, I like it or not it doesn't matter. Because first of all I'm not really paying to go to the game, so and I'm not and I'm not gonna play for the team, so I, I want the people who that are going to do those two things to be the ones that are they're they're targeted in as audience and you know look, like you said the, the lighthearted but it's going to be you know the, the the maybe you got the whole theme of you know the the flight school and we're going to air it out and it's the Brom offense and Brom's away yeah Brom's Brom's away but yeah all all the good slogans that you can put on t-shirts yeah Kentucky wishes they had Jeff Brom with all the t-shirt ideas that they could put out there but yeah so I'm go for it I would like. Would I would I have enjoyed it more for a volleyball scene? Probably. Like, would I? I don't know whether movie I would have gone for if I was gonna. They'd come to me and said, "We're gonna remake any scene from any movie you want." I'd have been like Game of Thrones. <laughs> the count. Like, would you, dude, it's, Is I want a sex scene reference. I don't know. I, don't know, I was kind of maybe like having Brom hold the door like Hodor, like in UK trying to break through. <laughs> He's like, "Oh, Brom door, <laughs> Brom door." <laughs> I don't know the movie I can take off the top of my head that I haven't seen I recently. I don't know how your mind works. Maybe a Star Wars uh, scene? Maybe. Uh, I, I just <laughs> sent you a clip. If you can cue that clip up. Because Jeff, uh, he talked today at the, where was he, at the, the Rotary Club. What would you have picked? What movie would you go with? I don't know. I mean, I haven't, uh, what, what scene? McGruber? <laughs> a football scene. I mean, I don't know. 
I probably wouldn't have done this. <laughs> but that's just, I guess, if you're looking for something. Oh, yeah, we'll get Mr. Satterfield over there. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, it, it struck me as as a little bit odd. I liked it. I, in the end, at the end, I liked it. It achieved its intended purpose. But I don't know. I mean, it just, I don't know. It just, it was not something that would have been on my like marketing radar. Anyway, Jeff Brown talked to the, the Rotary Club at Louisville. And he was asked about going shirtless in the video. This is via Tyler Griever of WDRB. Um, but when I arrived, everyone had their shirts off. Uh, and it just looked a little awkward without you know, my shirt off. So I, I, I paused. Oh, boy. I asked to, to somehow paint me up a little bit better. But uh, in the end, uh, you know what, I took it off and participated like I should have and we had a lot of fun with it. The production was good. I wish they could have put some more hair on me and a little less fat, but other than that, I thought it went pretty well. Four words, well, there's way more than four words. One line in summer. If you can't tone it, tan it. I've never heard we, different. We could have used a little bit more bronzer on Jeff in some moments. <laughs> you want to come out looking orange? Yeah, if I was, yeah, if I was doing that, you're, 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 you're painting it on me. Like, yeah, I, I need, because I don't have the, the tone. I need the tan. Nah, I like I like pulling off the man, the the, the dad bod. It, sh- it shows you 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 you're you're comfortable in your own skin. Is it still a phrase now? Yeah, it is. Okay, they still, who was it? The the Duff. Duff, yeah, Duff, yeah, Duff. It's still relevant. Yeah, yeah. Well, Rudy scene. Maybe? You cut off the very beginning, by the way. He, he said uh, he said it was the exact quote. There was it was definitely not my call to go shirtless, but when I arrived, everyone had their shirts off. No, he it just that. looked a little awkward without my shirt off. <laughs> it didn't even. It actually played that part. It did. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I was. I say good for. It. I, I was. It's good. That, like you said, it's all about having fun. It's all about giving us something to watch, getting this crowd pumped up. This has been a, a football program, or not program as much, but a fan base too. That's just been kind of in a lull, asleep, just kind of in, not 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 dead, but in a nap. And, and it's we need something to kind of energize us, to wake us up, a shot of espresso. A, Slam a can of Mountain a Mel Yellow. I mean, just something to to get us going. And if it's Jeff walking around a beach topless, then that's what we'll do. I haven't even glanced at the text line yet. I'm willing to bet that there is like like 50 percent of the responses we have right now are one people being mad at me for being old man on this, and you to a lesser extent, and then two people being mad about your original Top Gun Maverick take. Because every time you bring up the fact that you don't like it, people get furious. <laughs> I mean, that's why I bring it. And it makes me furious that people think it's actually such a great movie. It's just a regular it, Police Academy 3. Okay. Uh, I'm seeing, <laughs> let's see here. Texture says, what scene from Shallow Howl <laughs> should the football team have reenacted? Ooh. Uh, <laughs> that's a good question. I was thinking um, the canoe scene. Maybe the, 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 when she jumps in the pool and the, and the kid ends up in the tree. Jeff, could you jump into the pool and the, and the kicker ends up in the tree? The new one from Cal? Yeah. <laughs> Texas says, Jesus, Trevor, what is your problem with Top Gun Maverick? I would understand it if it was a remake of the original, but it's not. It's a sequel, and it's a good one compared to most other sequels. Mm, I wouldn't say it's good, but it's not horrible. Texture says TK Borderline horrible. Texture says TK hating on new stuff because it doesn't compare to stuff from decades ago. It's good to have the show back. <laughs> Texture says uh, I, I didn't think your dad could be any cooler. First, you tell us he has his own town in his basement. Now you tell us he was a Navy pilot. 
Also, Jeff looks like he's been putting up some reps on the bench press. He does. He looks great. Yeah, I don't know why he's so ashamed to take his shirt off. I mean, he doesn't, he, he doesn't look as good as a toned 22-year-old college athlete, but that's, I mean, that's to be expected. You know who else does it? Anybody. Like, that's just, you, to quote Peyton Manning, if you're, not, if you're over the age of 25 and not a professional athlete, maybe just buy some bigger shirts. Like, you're going to have some roles. It's the, it's the way it is. Texas says, Trevor is way off. The Top Gun remake is pretty awesome. Mm, yeah, each his own. Some of us have taste. Texter says, Standards. <laughs> Mike more curmudgeon than TK on this. LOL, Mike is one step away from get off my lawn guy. Yeah, I figured you'd be like all for this. I am for it. Just personally, I was kind of like, I don't know. Like, I, I just don't like, I mean, I'm, I'm not a fan of the, I mean, if, if I'd like the movie, I probably would like it more. But even aside from the with the movie it was mimicking, I thought, I love the video. I like, I like seeing fun stuff like this. And like it did, like did Harry Potter on the cover of their preview guide or anything. I think it's one of those where if your team does it, you like it, and if any other team does it, you're like, that seems kind of weird. I don't. I mean, you don't think so? No, yeah, I mean, I guess. Look, this I mean, is just any other team. Everyone, did it, we everyone's always like, oh, Mike, you you just love everything Jeff Brom. Everything Jeff Brom, you're gonna agree with. You just love Jeff Brom. This is proof that no. I was like, I thought that was more me than you. Every <laughs> now and then, there's some stuff I'm like, yeah, not crazy about it. I get it, but I'm not crazy about it. Texas says the line about, oh, is this a, no, it's, it's a currency text. I don't even know what that means. I wouldn't, I wouldn't read the text. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, let's go ahead and take our first break. When we come back. What's the song they use? I don't know. I have to watch it again. I only watch it the one song. Can I play it on the air? I don't know. Probably. Let's take a break. Is that, it's probably the song they've used in the movie from that scene, right? Yeah, I was kind of dozing off at this point in the movie. I'm sure you were playing video games and not really watching. Well, no, I was in the theater. Like, this was the point in the theater. I was kind of like, I'm kind of like, maybe just go get some popcorn or something in the middle of this movie because it kind of sucks. <laughs> All right, take a break. When we come back, we'll get back to the, uh, we'll get to the, I think, the major topic of yesterday and this morning. I heard Kersey talking about it a little bit today. Louisville potentially being favored in all 12 of its games this fall. We'll discuss that, the actual numbers. How likely is it? That and more text from you guys at 502-414-1450. After the break, it's the Mike Weatherford Show on 1450 and 96.1, Michael Jackson mouse song from Ben. First of all, it's a rat. It's a rat. It's right. Get it right. There is a difference. I just love that it keeps coming up. Like, I've never heard this song in like any other form of media outside of my old iTunes account when I like liked it back in the day. And my wife hated it, and yet it happens like, once a month. We hear Michael Jackson Ben. I don't know what to say about it. I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> it's like a Jackson day. 
Okay, I'm I'm fine with that. <laughs> of, all the, of all of all the songs on his his discography, you go with Ben though. In a unfortunate transition here, I just saw across my my timeline. Ex-Florida quarterback Jalen Kitna, who I believe is related to John. Yeah, he's had some issues, too. He just reached a plea deal on a child pornography case. Yeah. He's going to be charged with two misdemeanors. Um, he, saw, I, remember, I remember when that, he got arrested. That's been a couple of years. Yeah, 60 days in jail and a $500 fine. Here's, maybe if we have somebody in law enforcement listening to the show who can help me out with this. I, so I just listened to this, um, this podcast called Betrayal, and it's all about this woman who... She has a daughter, and she with this guy. He sucks, and she he's out of his life, uh, her life. She finds this perfect guy, and you know he's, he's just this, this great. Like, takes in his her daughter as well. Like they have kids, and it's all this stuff. And one day, he asks her to open his phone and like check something on there real quick. And then like in a panic, I guess he's at work. In a panic, he like calls back and he's like, "Don't worry about, it, don't worry, about it, don't worry about it." She opens his phone. She goes to this folder. And she sees all the, like, very quickly sees, like, what looks like dozens of underage girls, like, naked on his phone. Like, like these girls look very young. And she ends up, you know, they go to this whole thing. Um, you know, she's like, what do I do? Blah, blah, blah. She ends up turning him into the police. They find out. And it, it, it comes out that he has been, like, taking videos of, like, her daughter, the daughter that he legally adopted, Who's like fourteen? What kind of podcast do you listen to? It's, it was crazy. I don't. It just popped up on my thing. But like, he's been taking videos of her like getting out of the shower, doing all this stuff, and like they go this whole thing. And clearly, the guy is just just totally evil, totally disgusting. But at the end, they talk about like he got a jail sentence of like six months, and like they have a whole episode where they talk about like the the jail sentence in, in like child porn cases like this are. It's actually. Child porn is like the the public term. There's like a different term for it, but it just doesn't pop as much. So like nobody actually uses it. But it's like child abuse, at something cases. Like it's just it's way way smaller than you think it's going to be. And I, so I have a hard time. There was a guy who coached football at Trinity. I don't know if anybody remembers the story from. I want to say it was like six seven years ago. And I knew. I think I, I knew him. I didn't really know him. Uh, actually, I knew his brother fairly well. But he coached and taught at Trinity. And he, they caught him with, like, I guess all these pictures and videos that he'd been interacting with, like, young boys and all that. But anyway, he ends up getting sentenced to 42 years in federal jail. And so I don't know, is it because, like, he sent the pictures to other people or sent the videos to other people or was trying to meet up with them? I don't understand the difference because they have this whole episode about, like, you know, you would assume if somebody got caught with, I mean, just videotaping your 14-year-old stepdaughter, like, that should be, I don't know. At least what five to ten years in prison? That's my my first thought. <laughs> yeah, you and instead all these you people, wouldn't get that, yeah, you'd but. think, but like I would think so. Like having all these like underage porn pics, like you think it would be like I don't know, at least but, more than like sixty days or whatever. We're, we're seeing in all these sentences. Yeah, I remember you, when when you go, but if you go to prison uh, for that charge, sixty days is like six years the way they're going to treat you there. Well, <laughs> keep that in mind, maybe a little bit. I don't know. I just it doesn't surprise me, I guess, because I've watched so much. Damn SVU that, like I feel like I'm like the opposite of a vice T. I'm like numb. You're not surprised by anything. I've been numbed. Yeah, I'm not surprised by anything anymore. Uh, no, I guess nothing always shocks me. But the kidness stuff. I mean, the, one of the kidness stuff will surprise me because his dad is like ultra, ultra like church. Well, like, a lot I'm, of times that's. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. He's and I, cause I met his. I, I get. I, I had a hat signed by him when I went to him and Achilles Smith. I remember. 
like I couldn't even get rid of it. I was like, if I want this hat, they're like, no, it's got a signature on it. I'm like it's Kitten. I was like, yeah, no. So it is his son. It is his son. Yeah, John John Kitten, who played it. Uh, he's from Washington and played. I think he played. I played somewhere small school in Washington, but it's because he was at Florida, right? Didn't know what you yes, said. Correct. And I don't think he was a big recruit. I don't know the details of the case, so I mean. I mean, because I don't know, because sometimes it's like you, when a guy, when, when someone's like says they're getting charged with like a sexual, a, a sex offender charge, they could be just, they could have got caught peeing outside. You know, you never, you know, you kind of never know. Like I remember the story I talked about the NBA player years back to Sean Stevenson was like, got, was hit with the headline statutory rape and this and that. And it was when he was 18, he slept with a 17 year old girlfriend. You know, it's kind of, so sometimes, I mean, I'm not making the excuses for him at all. Because he could Apparently be. This was pictures on his phone. But of underage girls. Yeah, well, she's 16 year old and he's 18, though. That's the question I have. Well, he's arrested when he was 22. So. I mean, 22, 17, 22, 18. I mean, well, 18 wouldn't be. Guess, 17 would be legal. There's most definitely states, right? levels. Like 22, 17 yeah. is still wrong, but it's it's certainly better than like 22 and like 10. Well, no, 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 yeah. I'm, no, I'm not. Yeah, that's that dude should be, yeah. He locked up and put in a cell with the people who treat him the worst in prison. I agree. I, the the time sentence, I guess, it just depends, though. I mean, if you just if you just came across the pictures, do you get the same kind of punishment that the person that took them? You shouldn't. I mean, I. By the way, with the Legion podcast, you need you need, really need to watch more Shallow How and less of that. <laughs> I think that's really would really help your health, man. It came up. It was after I listened to that Scamanda podcast. It was like the next unrecommended. It was only like four episodes. I was like, like yeah. I just, that's what you have time for. Like, I got, I got thirty movies on a list over here that are a lot more entertaining than that. Well, this is what I listen to. <laughs> drive now after driving Jeffersonville every day. I've got to listen to something, and that's that's what I go with usually. So, uh, that or the Reds are on, but the Reds aren't on. Either way, you're suffering. You're just making yourself suffer. Why would I mess up with the Reds? No, you're right. The Reds, Reds can't lose. Yeah, that's true. First place by two full games right now. Ooh. Suck in Milwaukee. Let's talk about this, uh, this, uh, these lines that came out, of these line projections that came out earlier this week. This is from um, Colin Wilson. Are we sure it's not Colin Wilson? Remember Colin Wilson? Wasn't he a running back we had a few years ago? I thought he was a, like a, an actor, wasn't it? No. Colin Wilson, an actor, and he's the dude from Phone Booth? That's Colin Farrell. Oh, he was a, he he had a video leaked about him. Thank you, uh, Colin Wilson. <laughs> I think was a running back that we had. I, I know it was, yeah, like, it was spelled sucked, just way, like thank it? you, Trevor. It was, it was spelled like Colin, but it, we pronounced it Colin. Uh, maybe this maybe these lines would make a little bit more sense if it was Colin Wilson. But uh, this is Colin Wilson. It was shared via Brett McMurphy, but he has projected through his own personal system the the lines for every single college football game of the twenty twenty three season. And he projects only five teams to be favored in all 12 of their games. Alabama, no surprise. Georgia, not a surprise. Michigan, not really a surprise. Washington, okay. And Louisville. 12 games. All 12 games he's got Louisville projected to be a favorite in. Now, I'm... I'm assuming Notre Dame is the one that sticks out to you as a surprise, maybe? For sure. It definitely sticks out to me as as a surprise. I also would be slightly surprised if we're favored... On the road against Miami. I mean, that's a little later in the season, so you know who knows how the teams will be yeah. doing. At NC State, early week four, strikes me as, as a little bit surprising. I mean, Kentucky, given the, the recent seasons and, and you know, the, the fact that this system also regards Kentucky really well. I mean, Kentucky, so in this same post, the same uh, Colin Wilson power ratings, Kentucky's only an underdog in three games. Alabama, Georgia, and Louisville. And he's only got them as a four-point underdog against Alabama. 
which makes not much sense to me and kind of makes me invalidate this entire thing, even though I don't want to because it, it, it has Louisville in a very positive light. But realistically, looking at the schedule, this is an impossible assignment because who knows how this team's going to perform. If I told oh, you I know how they're going to perform. How many games do you think Louisville winds up being an actual favorite? And not how many do they win? But how many are they, are they going to be favored to win? Um, well, let, me, let me bring up the schedules to make sure we're sure. keeping my, my mind in, in the right place. How many are they going to be favored to win? Or how, say, re- repeat the question. How many will they be favored to win this season? How many games will we kick off as a favorite in? Uh, one, two, three, uh, four, five. I'm going to say six. That's it? Off the top of my head, yeah. I've stayed away from the road games as well a little bit. I mean, I think we are going to be favored against Georgia Tech. That line's already out. That's one. Seven. We'll be favored against (laughs) – I think you're just missing some games here. I mean, it's easier to count which games you think we won't be favored in, but – I mean, Tech, Murray, Indiana, Boston College, uh, Duke, Virginia, and Kentucky. So I think you. I think at the end you've got us favored in like nine games. That possibly could be true. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I'm going to predict that we're not favored on the road against NC State on a Friday night. I'm going to predict that we're not favored at home against Notre Dame. That's two I did not pick. I'm going to predict that we're not favored on the road against Pitt. That's one I didn't pick as well. And then I'm going to pick that. I'm going to predict that we're not favored on the road against Miami. I think we will be favored against Kentucky. I did That's that. a bold prediction. I picked that in Virginia. I took the only game, home game, as I said, we didn't, I didn't pick as the favorite was Vitek. And look, that's not me sitting here and Don't saying definitively we're going to beat Kentucky or anything like that. If you look at the spreads the last, you know, they've beaten us to a pulp four times in the last five years. And in all, I think we've been favored in two of those games. I know we were favored two years oh, ago yeah. and people were shocked about that. And even last season, we only went off as like a four and a half, five, four underdog, I think. The spreads have all been pretty close because. You know we've we've been coming into the game on highs in ACC play, and then you know they've kind of you know they take their lumps in SEC play, and you just you know the, the metrics like us, and they don't like Kentucky for whatever reason. So I can see us being a home favorite in that game, especially if we have the type of season that I think we all believe we're going to, which is you know seven, eight, nine, maybe more wins. I'm saying we're favored in eight games this season, in underdogs in four. If we're favored in all twelve, that would be a I, I'd be stunned. Notre Dame stands out as one where you're like, really? I mean, if you say it right now, but by week, you know, by the time we're you know six and zero, whatever, we beat Notre Dame, then sure. to say that we're going to be favored on the road at Pittsburgh and at Miami, well, yeah, if we're undefeated, we're definitely going to yeah, be favored. We're gonna be favored yeah, we got all the way, all the way down with you. But is this another one of those things that is kind of like it's kind of bothered you in terms of the over? Hype, maybe we're the, getting some hype. I know it's a lot of hype. So the Action Network, which I think is who this guy writes for, like they have power ratings based on. It's all because he took off his shirt. <laughs> it's only see, you saw we had that one bad story where CBS was ranking the ACC coaches and had him at seven. He pops that shirt off. Boom! We're Everyone's favored. back to loving Jeff Brown. We're favored in every game. The Action we were Network underdogs in Atlanta until he popped the shirt off. <laughs> they were, I saw him throw that pass topless. <laughs> They're winning that game by at least 13. Uh, but I saw the Action Network. They ranked their top 25 teams in college football, their power rankings, based on something like, like I guess, the, the wagers that have been coming in on, on teams, like their bet attractiveness. And they had Louisville at number 17 in the country. Um, and, and the top 10 was like 
it's about the same as the top ten that you see at most places. Bama, Georgia up there, all this, all the usual suspects in the top ten. But you know, we're sitting there at 17 according to their ranking. So I guess this plays into him forecasting that we're going to be favored in all 12 games we play. But yeah, the hype is is certainly out there. Louisville's getting a little bit of love. The question that I'm I have now is, do we start to see Louisville pop up? Because you're going to have once we get closer to August, you're going to have people. It won't be any in any more way too early top 25s. It'll be people putting out their actual tried and true preseason top 25 rankings, and then we'll get the AP and the coaches polls uh, once we get to August. I wonder if we see Louisville popping in, in, in at the back end of any of these top 25s, or if it's going to be. I think the more likely situation is we're in a lot of those you know, next up or also receiving votes or, or whatever. I think we're going to be right there on the cusp, but not actually in the top 25. But we'll probably see a couple of people give us a little bit of love and throw us in there at like 24, 25 based on the schedule and the lack of, you know, the, the ACC and Braum and all those factors. Is it a hot take to say that we will be in the top 25 going to Bloomington? Oh, that's a good question. Do you think we're in the top 25 at any point this season? I mean, I think if we're going to Bloomington, as I expect to be 2-0, then, yeah, I think we will crack the top 25. I think we will. Because at, at that point, you're going to get probably somebody. I don't have the schedule in front of me. And who's gonna be, odds are there's going to be somebody in that 2025 that's going to lose. That's going to lose, yeah. That's whether they lose somebody good or – Get upset or whatever, you're going to see a couple losses in there, and because I mean, we go play, we're playing George Tech, and there's going to be, you, we do get at least some decent matchups in week one of your mid-level schools, and that's kind of where we're at with Georgia Tech right now, and so yeah, I think we, especially if we, we go with George, down George Tech and win as I expect us to, and we just lay it on Murray like 65 to you know 15 or 14 type thing, uh, yeah, we go into Bloomington. I think yeah, I think I. I I think that we're going to be heading up there uh, to the, to a little up by sixty five uh, with a little ranking next to our name. I'm going to say no. And no chance Scoots will bet me now. I'm going to say no to that game, but I'm going to say if we beat Indiana, we'll be ranked going into Week Four against Boston College. And then if we, you know, if we're not ranked at that point, let's say like everybody just keeps winning in front of us or is competitive in losses to other ranked teams. I think if we if we start four zero, we absolutely will be a top twenty five team oh, yeah, going to NC State. Yeah, on that that Friday, September twenty ninth, uh, which would you know you win that one, you're probably talking about a top twenty team at least, maybe top fifteen or right there like sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, hosting Notre Dame on October seventh, and that's that's the dream scenario. That's the no stripe game, baby. That's the that's the we've been waiting six years for this game or we seven years for this game to happen. We're tailgating all day. Let's get game day in town. Let's beat Rudy's dad into a pulp. Let's uh, let's let's do all that. Stuff. Nah, let's maybe Frank, but let's let's, let's both. Um, Frank, I have no problem with Frank. Frank's 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 a tool. We don't even know the Frank's name. So of the, spoiled. We do, do we even know the name of the wife stealing brother? Like that guy just gets off scot free. Oh no, it's just because he's quiet. No, they say his name because he's when he walks in, he's like so and so. Say hi to your little brother. Yeah, well, Frank uh, says it's, it. It's, he's like, I want you to say hi to your little brother. Yeah, is it is that Scott? No, Steve. I'm trying to think of a 50s name. <laughs> John, Jack. <laughs> and then the, the girl tries to do the thing where, it's, where she's like, we're so proud. We really are. And she's like trying to like rub his, his arm. I'm like, get out. I hate that. I hate her. I always thought she looked like a wannabe Liv Tyler, too. I think that's a pretty solid comparison. I guess I was, when I first saw her, I was like, I, I remember watching. I was like, the movie, Liv Tyler's in the movie? And it took me a minute to remember it's not her. Yeah, it's not. It's not. I mean, did, but is she, is she really bad or did Rudy do her wrong more? They both did. Because Rudy did tailor. I mean, even even in, in early in their relationship, when she's like, I it's Rudy's girlfriend. And he's like, she's not my girlfriend. She's like, yeah, I am. Like when they're at the table and, you know, Pete wants to watch Purdue and Indiana, uh, not you. And the dad's like, no, 
We watch one team in this house. There's a big strike against Pete right from the jump, too. Who's watching Indiana Purdue in the 60s or 50s? Like Lynn Dawson. Who cares? Purdue had a pretty good team. Oh, Purdue sucked. Oh, Indiana had. Indiana's Purdue. never been good at football. Nobody's ever cared about that rivalry. I mean, poor Indiana. The one time they've ever won the Big Ten, they didn't even get to claim it. Well, <laughs> I'm sure Pete was a big fan. <laughs> well, I know he's not he's dead. Well, no, not Pete. The, the, the A-hole brother, Frank. Oh, yeah, yeah. What was the name of the brother that stole his thing? I can't find it. I can't, I can't find who it was. I Why? mean, I typed in wife stealing brother Rudy movie. <laughs> just, not the, didn't you just go like to the cast? No results. <laughs> I mean, anyways. Uh, you know what? Pete has not aged well. Real Pete or the actor Pete? The guy, I guess, is the name. The, I, I'm looking at just the cast and because his name played by Chris Reed. It does not look like him at all. Well, Johnny, somebody just takes it. That's right. It's Johnny. Johnny. Okay. I told you it was a 50s name. Well, I mean, I mean, everybody's. <laughs> the sad thing is, so the woman who plays Sherry, her name is Lily Taylor. Do you see that? I, I like, really? I like glanced at it twice. I'm like, is that Liv Tyler's sister? Like Lily Tyler? Tyler, yeah. <laughs> the dude who plays Frank looks like a putz in his picture too. It looks like just his name is Scott Benjamin. It looks like a douche. He looks. He looks just like he's the perfect guy for that role. Yeah, I see the picture of Scott Benjamin. <laughs> he's like just like the smarmy face. Get him out of here. He's in Mister Three Thousand. I hate this guy. He's probably, he's probably a great guy. I can't stand him. Worst baseball movie. <laughs> there might not be. Uh, 502-414-4050 of the Thornton Sacks. I'll take a few texts here before Still we wrap up this hour. Net Daniel Rudiger was a bad father. He's terrible. He's the worst. Texture says, the video broke up the monotony of the offseason. I love it, and I think it will pay dividends down the road as far as chemistry. Oh, the chemistry thing, I think, is real. I, I think you're yeah, seeing that. Which I like. I mean, you've heard... Players talk about it throughout the offseason. Um, you, you, know, you had so many two early enrollees from the 2023 class, which I think helps in that regard. Um, the, the other guys who are going to be going through fall camp, I think most of them, if not all of them, have been on campus for a while now since the summer started. Um, and you expect, I mean, you heard a lot at Purdue from the players talking about the, the camaraderie and the team chemistry that, that Jeff Brown was able to build there. And here's hoping that that translates here. I think it will. Um, Texture says, I got a more minority take here. Neither Top Gun movie is very good. I can only take Tom Cruise in very small doses. The less, the better. I mean, good. I mean, he's a small person, so small doses, right? It's more of a Tom Cruise slam than it is a Top Gun slam. I get that, too, because I'm with that with Tom Cruise. Like, I, I like Top Gun, the original. I like, I mean, I like Risky Business. I guess some of the earlier Top Gun, anything like post like 1988 Top Gun, I could, I mean, 88 Tom Cruise, I don't know really. The only thing that I remember about watching Top Gun for the first time as a kid, I mean, it's, and going back to the I like fact to be the vampire. I mentioned this earlier in the show. My dad, you know, used to fly planes. Yeah. Is like, during like he was the guy who was like, wouldn't happen. No, no. It's like like pointing out every inaccuracy is like the movie. And I'm like, I'm like seven. I'm like, I don't know how, how planes work. Like, let me just enjoy some badass stuff. Sounds like me during watching any sports movie. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, I can see me being the same. I go, no, no, no friend of mine. No one will watch a sports movie with me. That's not the playoff <laughs> setup. That's not the setup that they use in the, in the MLB playoffs. They've got three wild cards now. I thought I was bad. Like, I don't remember why this random. Like, you, you watch Stranger Things, right? Yes. Like the last season where they had the basketball and, they, and the, he hit the shot, and they're like, "We win the championship." Our Duke and our, our boy Patrick was like, "That's not that couldn't happen. They don't have one, which one titles." And then I was like, "Patrick, you're, just, dude, you're on the path to be me, dude. Stuff don't like do that it. does drive me crazy. Don't, don't do it. <laughs> I, 
Well, my bothered me is I didn't even notice until he said it, and it was just like the glass shatters, and it's like, oh, damn it. The one, no, that drives, past it. the one that drives me crazy, and there's no explanation for this, that at least that I've seen, and I, I do like this movie, in Varsity Blues, yeah, the whole <laughs> the whole thing about the last game is they need to win to get into the playoffs. Well, that whole movie is... I know, I, I know, but still, like, the whole setup is, like the crescendo is we need to win this game to keep our season alive and get in the playoffs, and then in the, you know, the, the post-strip when... You know, What's his name? Is Vanderbeek's doing the the voiceover? He's yeah. like, none of us ever played football again. I'm like, well, what? Because <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you didn't have a coach. I have so many questions about what happened when the credits went over in that movie. Like, did anybody even ask about what happened to the coach? You must like, I mean, you must have got a high school senior spraying <laughs> beer on the field. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and just slugging just be Twitter drink beer because well, I'm like, did the parents just not care? Where, where did by the way, did the, all the assistants leave with with Kilmer? <laughs> yeah, the, the, like, like, they, like he took over his coach. Like Lance is the obvious yeah, choice here. No one else. You can't tell me not one adult was gonna walk down the stands and be like, no, the <laughs> only one man coaching staff in all of Texas. <laughs> And the team that lost to him, like they're, they're, <laughs> you got that poor guy. I mean, he's got beat by a, a coachless team with a quarterback that's not even going to play football in the Ivy League. All you have to do is glance at their sidelines and be like, "I've never seen that sign before." I can only imagine that it's a hook and ladder. You mean, he, hook he did a hook ladder. in his mouth and climbed the. I'm pretty sure they're going to toss it to somebody else. And also, you don't need to toss it to the fattest guy in your team. Hook and ladder doesn't have to go to a lineman. I got to ask, like, I act like the hook and ladder was like such like a. Like a mystery to the world. Well, it was an you, you know, it was in a playoff game in 1982, right? Like, <laughs> like, some, like suddenly, like been discovered. Texture says uh, <laughs> it's an absolute joke that he got a plea deal. It's not like he had some pics of an ex-girlfriend who was a minor at the time. Literal assault. It's maddening. It was two videos of children being sexually abused. What the hell? Taylor Kidd. That's getting it. In. Yeah, I mean, that's Gross. again. I don't know all the details. I just, I just, you can't. I, I just, I never want to judge by the headline. Texas, wow, this Sometimes show has taken a weird turn today. I think Trevor needs to bring the other show opener back. We haven't had the other show opener since we've moved to these studios. I need to, I need to find it. It's in my files at home. <laughs> what? Texas says, who will win this football game? I think this guy did the, the, the one that we – you and I had the same take about the Craig Thorpe team beating the Satterfield team. That we did the worst one, Jeff. Uh, he said, who will win this football This football game? Bobby 1.0 Louisville football 06 uh, Orange Bowl team versus Charlie Strong Louisville football 2012 Sugar Bowl team. Who will win? Ooh. Now here's, this is a weird thing for me. I think the 2013 team that only lost to UCF is more talented than both those teams. And I think it would have – we'll never know. They, had, they played the know. weakest schedule in the history of Cardinal football, but my God, they beat the – out of, out of Miami in the, uh, the Russell Athletic Bowl when he let Teddy lose – I'm going. You get to watch that game Harley too. Those I'm going 06 cool. Orange Bowl team. I mean, the 2012 Sugar Bowl team. You kind of forget if they lost that game to Florida, they finished the season unranked, and we never really remember them as a great team. They had the two. They had the back-to-back losses to uh, to, Syracuse. To, to Syracuse and then UConn in double at home, and it needed a miracle from Teddy to beat Rutgers to get into the Orange Bowl. Syracuse that military game day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> We I, never lose on senior day. It made the quote up. It's like they beat up the 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 Ryan, whatever his name was. That was, a, that was a bittersweet day for me because I was on. I was. I did the. I'm not going to shave until we lose thing. And my beard had gotten pretty big, but it was really itching and annoying. And I was like, like I don't want us to lose, but God, I want to shave so bad. <laughs> I guess the first time I'd ever grown out the beard like very long. Now it's just like you got to the point where it's like it grows out. It doesn't even bother me anymore. I'm with you. 
Uh, so I'm going 06 Orange Bowl. Who are you going with? Oh, man. I'm going to say I'm going to lean Orange Bowl only because I think Petrino would, would pull out the – would outcoach Strong a little bit in the game. When Petrino had time to game plan, he was – He would outdo Strong. Awfully good. Yeah. The only thing that I – Petrino was kind of like Rick Petino in that like, I trusted him so much with the game plan – but the only time where he got a little bit iffy is when things started to fall apart a little bit. I feel like Patino was a better adjuster, but there were times where he didn't. He, he kind of would panic a little bit, maybe overcorrect. Patrino, I mean, think about our, our toughest losses at UofL. So many of them, we were up like 24-3, to 21-7, and just things went haywire in the second half, and we just never, he just kind of stared, and we just never really got away from our initial game plan and, and, and readjusted. Um but I'm going with – I still go with that. That Orange Bowl team was awfully talented. That would be a really good game, by the way. It would be a great game. Uh, second break, when we come back, 4 o'clock hour, we can do some other topics. Uh, you guys have thoughts on the text line. We also have uh, two pairs of tickets to give away for both the Racing Louisville game tomorrow and the Loose City game on Saturday. We'll do that coming up. We'll give away at least one of those pairs coming up in, in the 4 o'clock hour. So if you're interested, keep it locked right here. More weather for Joe's next on 1450 and 96.1, The Big X. Most people would Brother for Joe Most here. underrated Michael Jackson song. Maybe one of my top three. On 1450, the big X. Oh, Michael Jackson Day, apparently. On, I mean, <laughs> I think my whole mic. It was down. not planned that we were going to bring up the child porn stories on the same day that you were playing all Michael Jackson. <laughs> oh, no, that was. <laughs> Let me just go. Ahead and and I just did Ben and Dirty Diana back to back. It was just an unfortunate coincidence <laughs> that those two stories happened to, to coincide with one another. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Brom shirtless, <laughs> women on planes going insane. Speaking of, you, you watched the video during the break. You watched the, the I did the woman freaking out in the American Airlines flight. I saw flight. two videos. Yeah, you, you watched the wrong one at first, but this is the one of the one woman who runs. If you haven't seen it, she basically she flies up to the front of the plane and she starts screaming. She's like, "I'm getting off the plane!" She's kind of screeching. And she, at the very end, goes, because that mother bleeper is not real. You guys can stay on here and die with them, but I'm getting the bleep off this plane. And it is, the, the video is, I, I saw it this weekend over the, for the first time. It popped up a couple times, and you're thinking, eh, just crazy lady on a plane. We see these once a week. But it has spawned a number of conspiracy theories. Which, I don't, I'm not sure why. I didn't find it as entertaining, I guess. I, like I said, the first one I saw I thought was better than the second one, but... The big, I think the big thing is, you know, you want to think that she's on 
shrooms or like she took a you know a gummy and a half, maybe too many. She was maybe drinking, but she comes off as very like she comes off as somebody who's legitimately very scared. And there's a TikTok from somebody who was on the plane with her who said like, she was uh, the person that she's pointing at because. The camera, which, the best part of the entire video is when she goes, because that mother bleeper is not real. And everybody turns around, including the camera, yeah, to look towards the back is, of the plane. Yeah. And they spot like three people that she could have been talking about. And this person on TikTok, which I don't, don't ask me how I fell down this rabbit hole earlier today. No, but it's a TikTok rabbit hole. Who knows? It's, yeah, it's the TikTok videos that have made their way to Twitter. And he's saying, I sat a few rows behind them. Like she just kept talking, like yelling at this guy in the green hoodie. And he just kept staring at her, like not saying anything. And she got increasingly frustrated. And then she flipped out and said, he's not real. And then at the, like right after that, ha- this whole thing happened, he turned around to me and winked at me, but it wasn't like a normal wink. It was like a, like a lizard eye wink, like where his eyes went, went out. And so this has spawned all these like theories that this is like a, 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 a reptilian person, like an alien, like the, this new AI alien, like they're, they're starting to gaslight us. They're starting this, this, this integration of alien technology and they're trying, you know, that little things like this are going to keep happening. There's also been a, a much more believable story from a woman on the plane said, we all saw this woman drinking heavily at the bar before she got on the plane. That she, sounds more reasonable. She lost her AirPods when the plane started taxiing. It was starting to leave and started getting ready for takeoff. And she accused the, the black guy sitting next to her, the, the camera also shows, of taking them. And when she was saying that bleeper is not real, she was talking about the, the, air, the, the attendant, the flight attendant that had been helping her. And that sounds more reasonable. It, it sounds far more believable than yeah, reptile more person. Believable, yeah. Uh, but then there's also another the story. Black alien on the, yeah. the eyelids. There's also another story saying like I work with this airline. Like she got off. She was actually totally reasonable when she got off. We allowed her to get on another plane later. Something happened like Why? with the guy. She was very freaked out. The fact that nobody's found this woman though. It's been four days now. I mean, you can't go. If somebody goes viral, you can't go two days now without knowing everything about them and then posting their own videos, their social media channels, having their own T-shirts. Like, nobody has found this woman since this has happened. I'm fascinated to know the actual story here, to hear her story. Well, probably look in the nearest bar. That's where you'll probably find her. Well, maybe. I mean, it's more than likely because it's – I mean, yeah, she's just – first of all, they let her off the – I mean, where were they on a plane? I mean – should you, are you supposed to be like fined, like major fines for like having to open the door? So the other part of the story that I didn't mention, carrot top on this plane. Okay, how, first of all, how do you not how do you bury the lead? I know, I, I totally forgot. Carrot top on the plane. So they they were yeah they were getting ready to take off. Were they heading to Vegas? They they're going from Orlando to Dallas, I think. I Cause, think because carrot top has a I think he has an act in Vegas. He does. Well, I don't know. Maybe he was going there later, but he the the whole the flight basically got delayed for five hours because this they had this woman demanded to get her off. They had to let her off. They had to deboard the entire plane. They had to change the flight attendant staff. They had to do all this stuff. And how it, pissed would you be at that woman? Well, carrot. That, that's how we found out carrot top was on the plane because he was like posting like seventy five just pissed off messages on on Instagram. I wouldn't want to piss off carrot top. You seen that roided dude? He looks weird now. He's just all, yeah, he's roided out. and He like, was, but now he just looks old and weird. Like, the, the images that they had of him, like, that was my other takeaway was, like, even if you were on this plane it was going viral, I wouldn't have let anybody know because you look terrible. <laughs> I mean, how great would that have been if she'd been yelling the next thing he sees Carrot Top just, like, spear, like, Goldberg style? <laughs> or if she was talking about Carrot Top. It's like, also, Carrot Top, why are you in the back of a commercial plane? Well, that, that part wouldn't surprise me. Well, that's, damn. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 yeah, I mean, I was going to say this is in 1996, but then again, I don't really know, even in at the peak of Carrot Top's career, when he's doing, he's doing his only movie, Chairman of the Board, 
Which, by the way, the best part of that movie Box is, Office Poison. It's the, it's the, the, the Norm McDonald. Norm McDonald with uh, Courtney Thorne Smith. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know the name of the movie. Bored, spelled B-O-R-E-D. <laughs> uh, which, sadly, I've seen the movie. Um, really? Good Lord, Trev. Is, is that sadder than the fact I've seen Carrot Top stand up? <sighs> I've seen one comedian. I've seen only two comedian acts live, and one was Carrot Top. How was he? He was actually good. Okay. I mean, I was pretty stoned, but he was funny. Well, all right. I mean, when I, when I remember, uh, I was like 16 or 15 or 16 when I went to because it was like 95, 96. Um, I don't even remember what we're talking about. Carrot Top, somehow. Carrot Top planes. Oh, yeah, Carrot Top's on the plane. He's riding coach, and she didn't think he's real. So I can see if you think Carrot Top's a lizard person. Maybe. I mean, I wouldn't say my own little lizard, but. Texas, isn't there something about lizard people in the White House or something? Probably. Surely to God there is. There's everything these days. Ah, uh, lizard people. I mean, it's, she's probably, yeah, you're probably like, she probably ate too many gummies, had too much to drink, and I don't know how she didn't get, I would have, I'm, I'm honestly a little surprised they didn't arrest her, but I would have, I would have had her arrested, but that's just me. Detained at least. I just Twitter searches to see if I can find something about this. It's the first response is, so I can't get my tube of toothpaste on a plane, but I can walk into the White House with cocaine and the same flight will have a lizard person on it, and we're all supposed to be chill about this. <laughs> you can't take toothpaste on a plane? No, not in like a big tube. Only in like the travel size. Well, isn't that why? It, it can should... blow up planes. With toothpaste? Yeah. Why would I want to fly on something that can be blown up by a, a thing of toothpaste? Man, these, I mean, these people are, it's everywhere. The psyops going on right now are insane. The what up? Everyone's saying these are psyops, psychological operations. They're seeing how people are going to react to stuff. <laughs> Lizard people on planes. Isn't that just called Twitter in general? I mean, Russia's <laughs> about to blow up a nuclear plant. France is about to burn down. Hunter Biden's doing cocaine in the White House, allegedly. It's all, it's all just <laughs> yeah, crazy. Yeah, because he's not the first president to do lines in the White House. <laughs> it is. It's, it's all a lot. But First of all, if anybody heard Joe Biden talk, there's no way that dude's on coke. He's way too, way too slow and sleepy. To you can't call him Sleepy Joe <laughs> and, be and also accuse him of doing cocaine. Yeah, I don't think that doesn't work. Maybe he's trying. Maybe he's trying too hard to impress you people. <laughs> I mean, blame yourselves. He's. I mean, he can, I can see you accuse him on like downers or something, but there's no way that dude's on rails. He's no W. Texas Carrot Top didn't actually see this happen. He was in first class. His reactions are to the same video that we saw. Uh, yeah, he, th that was the thing. He, we found out he was on the flight because he was complaining about this woman who was delaying it, but he didn't have – he actually isn't in the videos or anything. He's not in the back of the Wasn't that first class that she's, like, walking about to walk past into? Like, when she uh, – He probably heard the commotion. I don't think everybody had to. The planes yeah, aren't that big. He couldn't really have seen her, I guess. You yell, you yell across halfway across the plane. Everybody in the plane's going to hear her, right? Yeah, it's, yes, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I haven't been on a plane for a few years, but still. Texas says we have the entire compendium of human knowledge at the literal tips of our fingers with smartphones, and instead we have used it for our moronic conspiracy theories and mind-numbing 10-second videos. You're that, not wrong. Can, can that, we get that person a T-shirt. That's the best text we've had all day. He's <laughs> completely right. Yeah. That's a, I mean, this is, this is what we do. But you can fall down these conspiracy theory rabbit holes, and they're 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 pretty wild. I feel like all the comments are. I guess I'm just too negative to like believe any of that crap. You are cynical. I am. All the comments like on all these videos, are like oh, Project Blue Light is getting like all this stuff. Like you find, and then it's like the, the other half of them are just like wood, <laughs> just w dudes being like wood. W I don't get why wood. 
when you say would, it means like would have intercourse with the person in the video. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, I knew like well, that's like a term for 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 your, the junk, but this is true. Spelled differently though. Yeah. What's is that like another varsity blues reference when she asked him to to give uh, slang terms for the uh, the penis? He's, he goes through all the all the list. Vanderbeek does. Yes. I don't know if wood comes up, but not sure it did. No, I, I didn't know that was. Wow, that may answer some question. I think I typed wood to somebody one time, and it, that explains some of the response. <laughs> huh? Now, now, now ah, that makes sense now. <laughs> Texture says, "Does Trevor know by now that he doesn't have to say he was stoned for these things? We just take it as a given fact." <laughs> well, I was sixteen. I, well, yeah, you're right. It does kind of go without saying at this point. <laughs> I feel like I should defend myself for enjoying Carrot Top. Every time, I, you know what? I don't need to defend myself. Carrot Top's funny, okay? Every time you get talk over about it, people, like, what you're doing at your home, I think we've all now just come to expect. Like we just assume you are under the influence when you're you're talking about these things. <laughs> at least you hope. Like, well, that's it. <laughs> you watched how much TV last night? Texture says I haven't watched the bear yet. I haven't either. Yeah. Very next text says, uh, stop with the Carrot Top slander. Yes. I've seen his Vegas show, Vegas show at least three times, and it's always great. I, I'm with that texter. I, you know what? I'm not even going to make excuses. For, I'd like Carrot Top. <laughs> <laughs> Say what you will about me. Save that clip for a promo. I, I don't care what you think. I enjoy Carrot Top's stand-up act. There are so few things that you like. And yet you're taking a stand here on the Carrot Top Mountain. Well, damn it, somebody's got to defend the poor guy. <sighs> now, is he, is, has he done the best in terms of his appearance? No. But who has amongst us, right? You know, is, is, is his act, like, progressed and, and evolved? No. In 30 years, not a bit. He, he's a, he's a, he's a, he, does, he does, you know, the same, same kind of gimmicks. But they're funny. I find them humors. Texas, every time you mention that pedophile story, Trevor goes into whataboutisms. It's kind of concerning. <laughs> <laughs> there were a couple times where I was like, are you trying to take up for the pedophile here? I'm not taking up for pedophile. I just, <laughs> I just don't think you should always jump to conclusions on a headline. Texas says... It can be very misleading. Did I hear you write that your first name is John? How angry are you at your parents by calling you your middle name? Uh, very. Wait a minute, but you want to be called by your middle name. I like my middle name. I just wish I don't like the fact that like I'm called by my middle name because it just made everything so frustrating. To you know, every day and every year in school, it's like Jay Rutherford. What's the J stand for? I'm like Michael. Like Ron. Yeah, exactly. It just <laughs> caused so much confusion. You have to you know, go to college. Like, I always have to be the guy who's like I go by Michael. Like it's just it's it's unnecessary. <laughs> I always grew up being like I'm never gonna. I, I will never call one of my kids by their middle name. They will go by their first name. Yeah, I could see. I never had that problem in school, but I could see where it would be annoying. It got annoying. I mean, I could go by my middle name. We could be. We could go call the show Mike and Mike. We just throw people off. We could. Somebody sent in the fact that uh, Maverick is an eight point three out of ten on IMDb. Oh yeah, that convinces me. You're right. Ooh, uh, IMDb. <laughs> let's go. Let's go trust Rotten Tomatoes ratings too while we're at it. Let's go hang out with lizard people. Okay. And other things that are unrealistically. Stop. <laughs> Texture says, Mike, how big of a nerd is Davey Martinez? Oh, the biggest. Who? The uh, Nationals manager. Did you see last, oh, yeah, last night? <laughs> I heard his interview. I heard him after the game, too. I heard like a soundbite where he was like, 
I wasn't trying to be mean. I was just I just never seen that device on a bat. So if you missed it last night, uh, Ellie De La Cruz, they yeah. come out in his first at bat and they 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 ask to inspect his bat and he's got a. Yeah, they use these little tracking devices on the, the bottom of the bats in batting practice so they can see, you know, stats on their swings. You know, it's just it's modern technology. And he, he you take the you have, you have to take the sensor out during the game, but the little like cap on the bottom, it's the best way I can describe it, the cap on the bottom of the bat, you're allowed to leave it on. A couple of players still do it. It's like a comfort thing. Once you've gotten used to to swinging it in BP and practice, a lot of the players just want to keep using it. And Ellie is is one of those players. So Davey Martinez, he he, he, he had them inspect the bat. They, you know, they figured out what it was. They allowed Ellie to, to put it back on and use it. And then he hits a, I think, 698-foot home run yeah, in, his, in his third at bat. I understand it hit a car on the bridge coming back over to Newport. I believe he, yeah, I believe he caused the wreck. It may have hit the White House. Yeah. He, <laughs> just an absolute nuke, 455 feet, I think, was the actual measurement. I got out of there in a hurry. And he, right when he makes contact, like turns the bat over, points to like the tip, and like yeah. gives the thumbs up and lets him know, like, hey, it's it's still okay. And so after the game, Martinez gets asked about the controversy or whatever, and and he says, um, he just kind of says, hey, it's you know, they they came back, they told me what it was, it's legal, it was all good, it was over, it was done with. Apparently, he uses that like a part of a handle. It's all good. I'm not going to make a big deal out of it. Uh, and then he had said, Freddie knows, you know, I'm, I'm good friends with. Reds bench coach Freddie uh, Benavides. He knows that I'm not going to penalize the kid. I'm not. I love the way that he plays the game. I didn't like his antics after he hit the home run. We can do with that, without that. He's only got two weeks in the big leagues, but he's going to be a good player. First of all, he's been up for like a month and a half. He's been up for like five weeks. So <laughs> suck it. Two, the whole, like, we didn't like his antics. Get over it. I mean, you're going to ask him to check his bat. Of course, it's going to be like a, it's going to become like a little bit of a personal thing. And if you give up a, I don't know, 17,000 foot bomb, He's gonna probably do something about it. Let you know about it. You're okay with the antics. I'm fine with the. I'm more than fine with the antics. I mean, I you don't, you don't think it was even think it was slightly petty to like put the point to bat and. Like, no, I loved it. I, I would expect most major league players to do it after they got called out like that. I'm sorry, some major league players wouldn't take it over and like shoved it in his face. Yes, <laughs> or hit him with throw it. the bat at the dugout. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, uh, we we are far cry from the uh, the the pine tar days of Brett of uh, George Brett, aren't we? Yeah. I mean, it's the court-to-bat days of, of uh, Sammy Sosa in the 90s. Yeah. Remember when you know, the bat broke open and, like, <laughs> the cork fell out? He, he accidentally grabbed the bat that he used for batting practice. Yeah. Shows, Trevor. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. Like, this man's been using a cork bat for all these records that he's broken. It's uh, it's very clear. <laughs> and the pine, I, they actually have the pine tar bat in the Hall of Fame. When I was yeah, there. Really? yeah, it's kind of cool to see up close. It's still just covered in pine tar, like, all the way up to, like, I mean, you see it on the video back in the day, and George Brett just blowing up, and... Like the, yeah, like the half the bat is like just like all black with tar. It's kind of crazy. The best part about the video is the, you can tell from the body language how much the umpire doesn't want to call him out because he knows what's about to happen. Like oh yeah, he so reluctantly makes the outside, and then he like right away it's like oh here we and go. You've heard the video, the, like George Brett interview since about like we talk about if they call me out, I'm storming that yeah. like a, in the dugout. Like I'm like he almost had to act away because the way he was just like I dare him to call me out. I dare him. I dare him. They did, and they did, and he blew up, and it was a great uh, great video for us to to watch forever and ever. Um, it's a great video. Yeah, and yet the same people that like, look back at Ellie doing this and like he's disrespecting the game. Yeah, <laughs> I, I had no problem with it. I, I think it's, you know, obviously I think he took it more personal maybe than I would have, but I, then that's fine. I mean, do your thing, Ellie. I'm more still concerned with the whole Viking thing. I think that's just stupid. 
Well, that's really <laughs> It's like you got to celebrate something in the dugout. At least do something relevant to Cincinnati. It's working for him. It's all that matters. That's all that matters. Although the Reds, uh, as I just checked the score now, have given up two runs in the home half of the fifth. They now trail Washington 2-1. to one Oh, don't worry. They'll come back. As they come to bat in the sixth. The rain delay kind of just threw off everything. I don't know. I mean, just Williamson was looking good Washington. early. Washington sucks. Yeah, we're into the bullpen at least. The, the kid they started today, um, the – He's originally a Reds prospect, Gore. He's got really good stuff. Wait a minute, y'all had McKenzie Gore at one point? He never actually played. He was like a prospect back then. I was going to say, I mean, he was yeah, he was a big prospect with San Diego. He was part of the Soto trade. He's got Exactly. He's got really, really good stuff. His strikeout numbers are off the charts. His yeah. record is not good. I know. He was with you all or at part of you at any point. But I was not really looking forward to this, this matchup today. He was taken third overall in the draft by the Padres, actually. He's very good. Yeah. Very good. Where did he, he go to college? No, he's out of high school. High school guy. But uh, there you go. We'll keep you updated with the Reds. We'll keep you updated with uh, all, all the happenings there. Again, Thornton Sex on 502-414-1450. We're going to give away two tickets. Let's do the Racing Louisville ticket giveaway right now. How about that? Okay. You want to do that? Sure. Uh, Racing Louisville. Sure, show. I'm just here. Racing Louisville <laughs> is taking on Casey Current tomorrow night at Lynn Family Stadium at 8 o'clock they are. Did you say Katie Couric? Yes, it's exactly what I said. KC Current, <laughs> the Kansas City Current, are coming to town. Racing, going through a, a little bit of a dry spell as far as wins in their, their last five. Here's the question. First person to correctly answer this at, at 502-414-1450. You're going to win two tickets to tomorrow's game. Uh, there are 12 teams in the NWSL. Where does Racing Louisville currently sit in the table? 502-414-1450. What place are they in? Out of 12 teams in the table, first person to correctly answer that question, you're getting two tickets tomorrow night's game uh, against the KC Current. We're going to give away. There we go. Already got a correct answer. Boom. Done. Uh, we'll give away two tickets to Lou City in the 5 o'clock hour. The correct answer, they are in eighth place right now currently in the table. Ugh. They've got 16 points. Need to move up a little bit, but yeah. they're in first in the NWSL Challenge Cup, which uh, is going to start off by beating KD Kirk. Now they're going to play Chicago in the NWSL Challenge Cup coming up on the the twenty first. That will also be at Lynn Family Stadium. Let's just win that bad boy. But uh, Casey Current is going to be the, the the last time you get a chance to see them. Up against Katie. Casey Current. <laughs> it's come on. You can't tell me you didn't come up that name. Like when you, if you're the, the the owners of the Kansas City team. You can't tell me you would have thought that. And just like maybe we should call it something else. I think the person that won their <laughs> most recent text right before that was Trev. You liking corn on the cob is not surprising at all. <laughs> all right. I don't know if they're trying to make an innuendo joke there or something. I, don't know. I, I believe so. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm wrong, but I believe so. <laughs> All right, we're going to give this person's info. Again, we're going to give away two tickets to the Loose City game coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. Keep it locked right here for that. We'll take our, our first break of this hour. We'll come back. We can talk about uh, a number of other silly stories. We've got to get to the, the threads, the new social media app, Zuckerberg versus Musk. Who's going to get more people there? Is Trevor young enough to learn a social media app, to, to do a new one? Oh, God, no. Well, I was going to say, you find out after the break. You found out right now. Now, but which one, if I had to pick between Twitter and Facebook, if I could only have one, who would I pick? We'll talk about the social media wars coming up after the break. Keep it locked right here. It's the Mike Rutherford Show on 1450 and 96.1, The Big X. 
Now, if you don't dance when you hear this song, whether you get or not, you're just, you're a robot. It's a great song. It reminds me now of the was the line. It was the Hutchinson last year on the Hard Knocks for the Lions. He like did his dance to this. They made the rookies like do something, uh, and like that was something he came out to. Now they're doing Hard Knocks again in Detroit, right? Well, it's the Jets. Oh, did they making it the Jets? I couldn't remember. Okay. Yes, the Jets. All right, that's that makes yeah. It's, I think it's. I think the Lions were a possibility though, if I'm not mistaken. They don't do back to back years though, right? I think that's. I think you can you you can get away you can get away from it if you want to if you were back to back. I think you can refuse to do it if you have the the criteria. The criteria is uh, first year coach. I feel like every team made had to the do playoff it. last year, or you were on it within three years. You can refuse. You you don't have to, but you can refuse because they've had problems getting people doing it. Oh, I gotcha. And so I think yeah, it's first year coach made the playoffs last year on it within three years. So uh, the Jets are clearly who had the longest playoff drought at uh, I think thirteen years now. Um, they do not fall into that criteria. They have a third-year coach, and they've, I don't think, ever been on Hard Knocks, have they? I don't believe so. No. Did you see what Jerry Jacobs said, the Lions cornerback, when they were talking about the, the, the Chiefs-Lions opener? He said, Jerry Jacobs went to Arkansas State. Go Red Wolves. says, it's time to show what Detroit is made of. When we knew we were playing them in the season opener, Dan Campbell came in and said, they want us to lose, so what are we going to do? We almost went to the playoffs, and they just won the Super Bowl, so they're trying to see if we're really like that. We're ready. I know we're ready. Every time I hear we're playing that season opener against Super Bowl team, we're ready to go out there and play ball and shock the world. Early lines have the Chiefs as a six-and-a-half-point favorite. I think that's a little light. I mean, the Chiefs are – I mean, they're always really good at the beginning and the end of the seasons. I feel like maybe they get a little bit bored in October, early November, but September I feel like they just roll through teams. Uh, Am I wrong about that? No, well, Reed's had some, I don't want to say a slow start. I remember, I know he lost a few openers with the Eagles on occasion, but since the Chiefs days, I don't think he's, I mean, he's just, they're going to win 13 games or 12 games. So, I mean, it's just it's Andy Reed and Pat Mahomes. And I, the one thing with Andy Reed, I know you never want to do is you never want to bet against him off a bye week. I think he's still undefeated on bye weeks, off bye weeks. Is he? And yeah, I think he's like 17-0 and 0 or something or whatever his career record is. After about weeks, six and a half is kind of low for an opening game, though. Mm-hmm. You gonna bet? Uh, you bet in Kansas City? I'm mean, not betting anything. But if I were betting, I probably would bet on the Chiefs. To I think the Lions are gonna be good, but I think the Chiefs in that setting against that. I know the defense is supposed Kansas to be better. Kansas City's gonna beat you by twenty-one. They're gonna, they're gonna ramp it up a little bit. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna say they win by like fourteen. I'm gonna say thirteen. I think 14. I think Chiefs cover Week One on you all. I don't even remember who we played Week One. Did you get with it? I need to. Uh, 502 is the Thornton's text line. Uh, we just have an update. Thank you for the text line letting me know that the uh, the Reds have tied it up there. Ellie De La Cruz was up with guys on first and second. Ties it up, but McClain, Matt McClain got thrown out at home to end the inning. Apparently that's the second bang-bang bang, bang. call that has kind of killed them. I, I didn't see what happened when the Nationals scored, but I guess a missed tag um, really hurt the Reds in the, the home half of the last inning to allow the Nationals to score. But it's 2-2 there through 5.5 as the Reds go for a four-game sweep of the Nats and continue their stranglehold on the NL Central. We play at New England, by the way. That'll be fun. Yeah, we'll be. You'll enjoy that. Monday Night Football in week two. You'll get excited about that. Uh, Trev, last night. I'm excited. excited. I can't can't think of the last time I've been this excited for, like, football in combination of college and pro for me. Yeah, you've you've got a good – I mean, kind of me too. I've got the best – I mean, this is the best lines I've been in a long time. 
Probably since the like Lamar Jackson days. I mean, where you I even get well, yeah, because y'all made the when, when was your playoff? Level? I think the last time we made the playoffs was I want to say twenty fourteen. Was that was when twenty fifteen? Yeah, the back to back playoff. We lost to the Cowboys and the Seahawks. Yeah, and you had the two ten win seasons that with, with Caldwell, and that was yeah thirteen fourteen sounds about right. The, the the team that lost to the the Cowboys was the one that I thought had a shot at, at at least like advancing and playing a little bit deeper. The one that lost the Seahawks was that, that team just wasn't that good. And the Cowboys game we got screwed. And that was so that was twenty fifteen. The Seahawks game was twenty seventeen. Lamar was Lamar Heisman was that sixteen or seventeen? Sixteen. So okay, the, the Seahawks the Super Bowl the year after that. Okay, the Seahawks loss came in twenty seventeen, but that was the sixteen season. It was like right after January in twenty seventeen. So yeah, it's been since like Lamar was at Louisville where I've had Lions and Louisville hopes this high simultaneously. I mean, I just go back almost like the early two thousands with me because we had before we won that Super Bowl in, in seventeen, we had missed the playoffs like three years in a row, which is I think the first time we'd done that in like. 30 years. But did you have hope going into that season? Not to the point of thinking we were going to win the Super Bowl. Okay. Like, I, I mean, I, I, I was... We had hope for that last Lamar. I mean, I had, I had hope. Good. I had hope, but I mean, because you know, Carson Wentz was in his second year, you know, and Peterson as well in the second year. I mean, I thought we could, like, make a move, but I had no idea we'd come out and Carson would be an MVP of the league and we'd, you know, dominate the... Our offense would dominate the way it did. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, who, who would have thought that? Who, who, who thought Tilson Aguilar was going to catch everything? That one season. Catch everything. Unlike Aguilar. I mean. <laughs> I can't hear his name without thinking about that guy. Oh, it's great. It's impossible. Though. I mean, the kind of guy, the guy's a hero for saving children in a burning fire. And he's taking a shot at the Eagles. It's, it's the quintessential <laughs> Eagles fan video of all time. Everyone likes to use the throwing snowballs at Santa Claus, brewing Santa Claus or whatever. Like, that guy is the quintessential Philadelphia sports he fan is. video. It's, it's wonderful. It's such a feel-good story, and he still has to take a shot at a wide receiver in the middle of it. Who, by the way, does Aguilar plays for the Patriots. I was, I, that's right, because we were talking the other day about how that receiving core yeah, that Devontae is with is not very good. No, it's not. It's, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad Devontae got you a lot of money up front. I don't think he's going to be finishing that three-year deal, but there's no here, no there. Uh, so last night, Trev. Last night. What was last night? Everybody starts. Uh, yeah, I slept pretty much the entire day, just feeling like absolute crap. But I got up. I watched a little bit of the Reds game at night, and then I noticed the the flocking of people to the new Twitter rival that Mark Zuckerberg is, is, has unveiled called Threads. Now, I haven't signed up for any of the other ones. I know that it was like a, like Blue Sky. People are talking about is out there. There's like Discords out there. There've been some other ones that have been out Which there. Which one Trump started? Uh, True Social. He's that's where he still posts his stuff. But there wasn't there another one. Parler, 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 yeah, was Parler the first. yeah. I don't know if Parler was still around. Parler was. You heard a lot about Parler for a while, and then it just kind of. I think when Trump did True Social, that's where all all the Parler people went. Okay. But Discord was kind of like a. I mean, they didn't say it, but it was kind of like the the rival to to Parler, I guess. A lot of media people wanted to go there. Blue Sky, I've heard good things about, but so the only reason I, I've never done any of them, it just. I'm too old to read to learn a new social media oh, app. God, yes. I put so much time and effort into Twitter because I was like in my 20s, like building a website and, and turning this into a professional thing. I can't do this again. If Twitter does just crash and burn in flames, I think it's, I think that's it for me. I think I'm just done. You can find pictures of my kids on on Instagram, and you can go to the actual website itself. But I don't know if I can do it. But I did sign up for Threads because it was really easy. If you have an Instagram account, Hi. all you had to do was like click a button, and it just 
took all your stuff and put it on on threads. Well, that sounds comforting. Yeah, which I mean, yeah, I mean all this stuff. <laughs> at, at a certain point, you're like, I've given up. My well, you say that loud, you start questioning your decision making a little bit, man. Like everybody, I saw everybody else doing it. Everyone's like, follow me on threads. I'm on threads. I'm on threads. Oh, is that how simple it is? Yeah, like it was. Everybody was over there. So like, I was like, I'll check this out. So I checked it out. I spent like five minutes on there. I made one quick little cards are back tweet or thread, I guess. Yeah, what's it going to be called? I think think it's called threads. Okay. But like I scrolled through it and while it was nice to see, like it it was all, it was like a happy timeline. It was like, it was like an old Twitter days where everything was kind of fun and people were posting fun stuff and making lighthearted jokes and there was no porn bots in the mentions. You have to hit RT and then, and rewrite the thing. I wish I longed for those days. Those were the the best days. would it be called a retread or rethread? Rethread. 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 It'd, be, it'd be a rethread, I guess. But <laughs> the fact of the matter is, the site, I'm just going to say it, it's not good. It's not like, you know, you, there are all these people that I don't know that I'm not following that are just popping up on my timeline or whatever they're calling it. There's no, like, all I want, and this should not be a hard thing to do in this day and age where Twitter's been around for like 15 years or however long it's been. I want to see. It seems like it's been longer. Too. I want to see posts from the people that I'm following, that I'm choosing to follow, in order, with no glitches, with responses from the people that are the most liked, the most liked responses, not just whoever's paying for money to make their terrible jokes in the, in the mentions or link porn or, or do whatever they're doing. Hey, now. Their Bitcoin offers. It, it should not be this hard to put out a product. And, like, nobody can do it. I got an email saying I purchased Bitcoin the other day. It was like he's like confirming my purchase of like thousand like twelve like twelve hundred dollars worth of Bitcoin. I'm like, yeah, that didn't happen. That's deleted the email immediately. Obviously, my buddy Colin, who I mentioned, has gotten hacked. He still is, is hacked on Instagram, and it's all this like we just bought our first house thanks to our Bitcoin mining. Hit up like and like all these people are like that I know are like liking it genuinely, thinking that he and his <laughs> wife bought. And I we were texting me the other day, and he's like, I've legitimately had more people reach out to me about this than I did when, like, a close family member dies. Because <laughs> like, there are people that I haven't talked to in 10 years. They're like, hey, man, I, I'm just checking to see if you got hacked or if you really are just killing it with Bitcoin. Did you really buy a Lambo in a new house this week? Sorry about your grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's, like, he's like, no. He's like, these people like, didn't reach out when they found out my grandparents died. And they're here like, hey, man, I'm pretty sure you got hacked on Instagram. He's like, I know. I can't, I can't figure it out. Um, you know what's sad is that you talk about, like, the most every like, – I think the most ever I put in any social network was probably MySpace. Back in the day, because I was like, you at that age. Yeah, I was like, I was in my mid twenties, and I got and like, like I was cool. I, I had fun putting the videos on the page and and all that stuff. Like I went, I put probably more effort into that than any other social media account I've had. Did you were you constantly updating your top friends? Oh, of course. I would have loved to have done that just to like rank friends. Like, basically, like, oh, like, like, Mud City's gonna pick me up last night. Like that Boom, was, he's down to five. That was the time of the mid 2000s. Like, mid 2000s is when you ranked all your, like, remember your T, my T Bubble phone account I had? You had your fi- Fave Five? Oh, that's right. You, you I did five a, people. My circle. Yeah. I had that. The only thing embarrassing about that was I did that. I got that because I'm with, I'm, I'm still with T Mobile. And I remember getting it and they're like, you put five people in here and it's, you know, Kids, they might not understand. Like you, you, you know, the the calls before nine weren't free and 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 stuff like that. And I remember like, oh, I can put five people in there unlimited. And I was like, oh, I put, I was like one, two. I was like, I only have like three people. I was like, I only have two. I only have five friends that I talk to so much. And I'm like, I was like, this is kind of sad. Like I got depressed. Like thanks for bringing this up to me, guy. <laughs> like my list was like like two friends I still have today and my grandmother. I did three of my five. That was it. It's probably the Friends episode where like where Rachel's like, 
Is it your mom or Ross? Is it your mom or Ross? Is it Ross or your mom? Like, <laughs> what did you talk about people calling her? Yeah, <laughs> on Saturday nights. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh. Yeah. No, it was kind of yeah. It was kind of like sounds like well, I'm, I can just put this person on here. I guess they're like, you never call me. I'm like, oh, that's fine. I never did MySpace, <laughs> but I did have the, the the five the circle thing, which was nice because it was in your five. Uh, I mean, I think it was my I want to say it was my mom, my sister, and then three friends. I feel like I did rotate. I, I feel like I would announce it when people were getting dropped out of the five because you could update it like month by month. They, like, had, they had like the little circle. Yeah. You wrote them. Yeah. I was like, well, I, I, I feel like I would like I would let everybody know. Okay. I, I definitely would have been that guy if I'd been on MySpace where I'm like, you know, Craig, I didn't like the way you talked to me at work today. You're, <laughs> you're down to four. You're moving from two to four. Did you still get on MySpace? I don't, I don't think so. I mean, is it, like, what happens? I'm going to try to go to MySpace right now. We stumbled upon, I remember when. A long time ago, when I think I think Mary and I were like MySpace, Tom is like the first thing that comes. Sure, <laughs> I think Mary and I were either married or we, we'd been dating the first time, and like we stumbled upon her old MySpace, and it was like somebody like the most recent comment was like, "You need to update that relationship status." I was like, "Who are you dating in 06? I was like, "Who, I was, like, who was this?" <laughs> I don't think you can get on it anymore. Yeah, I think it, I think it's all crashed. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, I miss my. I accept like, a little separate into that. Bring it back. I mean, how much, if you don't believe me, look at my Twitter account. I sent the same picture from the very first day I started Twitter on it. Oh, I haven't updated mine. Like I haven't changed years. it. So the, and now I don't want to change it because that's pictures from like 2004. That's like 24-year-old Trevor. That is, not a, that is not a reflection of what Trevor looks like today. I promise you. I'm bad about updating the picture. Well, also, like, you know, I, I know for like my experience, I recognize like when I'm scrolling through my timeline, like I'll stop on if I see the person's picture. Like I recognize their avatar. And so I think people have, like... Avatar? Avatar. I know, I messed that up. Okay, just making sure. (laughs) I know people are, like, used to seeing mine, and so if I change it, I want it to be something that's close, but it does feel a little disingenuous. My picture's, I think, at least seven years old. Like, I know a lot of people will change their picture, like, a bunch, and I did did eventually change my, um, the backdrop thing, whatever it's called, the one that you have the... the, the Oh, the banner? Banner, yeah. Yeah. I did change that because I did that one back in... I mean, that was still... I mean, that's still been that six years because that was the Super Bowl year, 17. I did put it on there, but, like, yeah, the picture that's still on there is... That's from my first ever Eagles game against the Bengals that ended up in a tie. Wow. From 2004. That's crazy. That's, that's, I mean, look at how young I look. Even my, even my Facebook. Like, I think the, the... Now, the picture on there is from the Super Bowl, but before that, I think it was a picture from, like, maybe 2008. Yeah, I never. T- I mean, I just. Yeah, I don't change it. I think my Facebook picture is like ten years old. It's it's. Yeah, See, I, I don't think do you even go on your Facebook. No, I never go. Like, do you even I check to, it? I, I go on there to go to the Card Chronicle page because you have to have a personal account to run a like a, a business page. Okay. Which is the only reason why I keep my personal account. But so I go on there to post links on Card Chronicle, and every now and then I'll flip over. You've because now they've changed it to where you have to like yeah. sw- hit a button to switch accounts. That's the same way with the, with the station account I run. As and well, I'll basically yeah. just like the only th- thing I'll look at is like if people have tagged me in something or if like somebody has friend requested me because I don't want it to be somebody that I genuinely know that's sitting here like why is this a hole not responding to my friend mm-hmm. request? So, yeah, so I'll get that, but I don't I don't really use. It. I'm not posting on people's walls anymore these days. I don't, which po- I miss. It was kind of fun back in the day. Yeah, I don't. I'll comment occasionally on something, but I, I do go on there probably multiple times a day. Probably more times than I go on Twitter, but it's mostly just because it's me. They're scrolling through memes or the reels now, uh, or more often than not, nine out of ten times I'm going on there for my fantasy football private page. So and then commenting on that stuff, which I post on there a very angry man rant, uh, angry old man rant about. 
Uh, yeah, one of those one of the, one of those lists that they post the NFL like NFL site posted a top ten like free agent signings and it made me mad and I just ranted on it on our page the other day. Well, we can't talk about your fantasy football league. I don't want to get anybody in trouble. I don't want anybody to freak out and get mad. We've already caused so much dysfunction in your league already. So much drama. Let's let's be careful if we're gonna bring up that league. So much drama in the LML. <laughs> so. To the point. My buddy did send me a You're no, he, not, we're not going to see Trevor Kelsey on threads anytime soon. No, 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 no. no. I mean, I, first of all, what are the odds it's going to even be around in two years? Uh, I'd say. Can we make another, like, challenge to Twitter? I think the only way that threads or Blue Sky, one of these, really takes off is if Twitter just, like, absolutely. Like, it, people, are so, people are like me. They're so invested in this. They don't want to. I'm 38 years old. I don't want to learn a new social media app. I don't, I don't even really like Twitter that much, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I, I need it for. It's a good place to see what people, how people are reacting to things, and to post links to stories and stuff. But like, yeah, it it, it is what it is. It's gonna have to get. It's already gotten bad at times. Like, it's definitely different than it used to be, and it's not. It's not as fun, and there's more spam. I feel like at least I get more spam, way more now than I, I used to. If but you show up on my feed and I don't follow you, you get blocked. Yeah, it, it's going to have to get like four times worse for me to abandon it completely just because I don't, I don't want to go to a new app and like new, do new stuff and like build a new following and you know figure out how, like, the, the best practices and all that stuff. Like, I, just don't, I don't want to, so I'm, I'm hanging on to Twitter for dear life. I'm hoping that they can you know, make this a salvageable website and it can still be used, but... Um, I, I think most people are probably in that boat too. Where it's, it's kind of like a, you're, you're threatening. You're like, I'll go, I'll go, but nobody really wants to go. I mean, I, I used, I, I used Twitter, and I, at least I did, and it's kind of hard to do now. It's kind of like a modern day AP wire, like just to see what what's kind of news. But unfortunately, now, even when something breaks, you go on it, and it's like three pages worth of people making bad jokes and and. The same GIF used over and over before I can figure out what the hell the story and why this person is trending. Yeah, it's it's getting it's gotten annoying. I'm not gonna. I mean, I, will I leave it? I mean, I would just stop going to it if I it, with no problem whatsoever. But I'm not going to the others. I mean, there's no reason. And you're right. I think like if the competition would come, the problem I think it is is that any all everyone that's popped up versus Twitter in the last like five years, it, they just get like tagged as this like Republican like version only that's, you know, it all becomes political and it's all left-wing only. Which yeah, it's, they're just doing that because the left-wingers don't think that Twitter is freedom of speech or, you know, and all the, the well, political and crap I do that think, comes with it. And now it's reversing because Elon Musk is, is, is right-leaning, or at least that's the perception. Is he's, he, he's letting more mean, stuff go there. He's right Republican or... Uh, Republican. I always forget the left and right side. I do feel like if one takes off, it will just kind of be, which, which sucks, but it will kind of be a thing where it's... You know, Twitter is seen as the place for right-wing people to go, and Blue Sky or or Threads or whatever, whatever is seen yeah. as the place for left, which sucks. Like, you know, can we not have a social media site where you, you, the bickering's fine? But like, even Facebook, you know, when no one complains about it because no one really cares as much. But it's still, it's like I go on there, like well, I, old people do. Yeah, but it's and it's still people just complaining about politics, and I can't help it. I mean, I, I've got friends on both sides of the fence, so I mean, I go down my thread, and it's just like I. Like yesterday with all the, uh, the I bet you England's not celebrating the 4th of July, and then, you know, gun posts and, you know, anti-gun posts. It's just like, people, why do you do that? I'm here for one reason only, to see what the girls look like now that I had crushes in high school. I just want to see how they progressed, okay? That's the only reason I'm on this damn site. Is there any other reason to be on this site? No. So stop 
giving me crap like that. You want to post something? I, I don't want to see pictures of your damn kids. No offense, dude. <laughs> well, I don't do it on Facebook. <laughs> Instagram, you know what you're getting into if you're there. It's going to be a lot of kid pics. Well, that didn't help with the theme of today's show. Oh. <laughs> My own kids. <laughs> Not helping. <laughs> my my, what's trending right now on Twitter is Cocaine Gate, Ocean Gate, Goodbye Grimace, and then Courtney, who I assume is Kardashian. Kardashian. <laughs> Wait a minute. Where are you getting a? Tr- I, I've got Situation Room, not CNN. Hell is a teenage girl <laughs> and Mackenzie Gore. <laughs> okay, I gotta type. I gotta see why Hell is a teenage girl. I'm sorry. I it's probably the name. Of, it's gotta be the name of a show or something, or an <laughs> album or something like that. Uh, yeah, it's EP. Yeah, it's some uh, Baby Cowboy. Baby Cowboy. Is that a person? I have no idea. I've never <laughs> heard of Baby Cowboy. It sounds made up. It comes out on 714. Well. It's, uh, I can't tell. It looks like, looks like Khaleesi. Not my dog, but the actress. Oh, um, I can't remember her name. Yeah, she I can't She dated either. Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. Did she really? Yeah, for a long time. Huh, that's kind of cool. Cynthia something? I can't remember. I don't know. Now, what is her name? I've been bad with names today. We have been. 502 414 is the Thornton's text line. We I want to see why Cocaine Gate is trending. Well, I'm sure it's because the White House stuff. What's going on? The, oh, Deadpool 3. Is there Deadpool 3 coming out? Apparently. They oh. found cocaine at the White House. Oh, is that well, well, I yeah. mean, get, Is there just a thought that W left that somewhere? Um, No. I mean, I think there's a thought that Hunter Biden left it somewhere. Is oh, that's, that's the that, that makes as much sense, yeah. Yeah. Amelia Clark is her name. Thank you. Ah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Texas says, did you see the latest shark video? No, I don't want to. The last time somebody said this, I was like, oh, I haven't seen it, nor do I want to. And I went home like three hours later, it just popped up on my Shark video, like another shark attack? I'm assuming so. Is it Shark Week? No, but there was that, sh- that vicious shark attack in, in uh, was it India, the Russian tourist who got eaten, which made its rounds. I don't want to see this new one. I also don't want to, have you heard the story about, I mean, I was just in Hilton Head three weeks ago, a 69-year-old woman eaten by an alligator. Out walking her dog in Hilton Head. <laughs> Second alligator okay. attack okay. Is, uh, this This, this, uh, this, this is going to sound mean, but is the dog okay? <laughs> the, the, she was walking two dogs. The dogs ran home. Okay. That's how they noticed. I mean, it that, sucks for her, but I'm glad the dogs are okay. That's how they figured out something was wrong. She went out with a walk for her dogs. The dogs came home without her, and they ended up finding her. I guess her body had been, like, drugged to the, the side of a pond. And, uh, you know, it was... It was uh, very sad. What? Texas, the cocaine was discovered in the visitor center where people have to leave their belongings. It was, but it's a, would Michael Vick go visit the White House? But that's the, you know, the, the theory is it's still it's 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 Hunter Biden. It doesn't matter. Facts don't matter anymore. It's Hunter. He's smoking. Who he, goes to the White House to get torn? And be like, whoops! I forgot. I got a got a rail of coke in my got these bumps over here. Can you imagine not being able to go through a White House tour without getting high? It's just like <laughs> I mean, you ever done the White House tour? Uh when I was in. Eighth grade. I've been to, D- I've been to D.C. I've been to D.C. I think, I think four or five times. I don't, I've never done the actual White House tour. I did. I went up in like the um, uh, the the monuments and stuff. I went up in the and did the, uh, the 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 Washington thing, but I didn't. I never actually went in the White House. Last time I was in D.C. was for the uh, Louisville Georgetown game. I've only been once. It was well, that was eighth grade like, trip. It was that fun. was like 07, I think. The year we lost him. It was the last game of the regular season. We lost to him, put the Big East on the line. They kind of had our number of, in yeah. those years. Several I times. ended up getting, almost getting in a fight in the streets with some Georgetown fans because they were getting on my nerves because I was drunk. But, uh, yeah. I, I mean, but who goes? Like, I'm a little White House. Whoops, I forgot. Here's, 
I got I got the, the, my dugout over here. <laughs> here you go. Leave that here. I mean, come on, kids. Where's your bait pen at? Be, be subtle about it. Texture says, in an attempt to perform a workaround for information on men's basketball, uh, do you think you should have Coach Lieberman on the show to give us an update on the current basketball team's growth, seeing as though his TBT squad is practicing with them this summer, and, well, we're not getting updates from anyone actually under contract on the college staff, LMAO. Um, I don't think Mark, because Mark does stuff now with the with uh, ESPN Louisville. I don't know if he would come on the show, but he has invited me to come to their workouts and practices, so I can, uh, I'd like nice. to get out there and, and see them play, hopefully soon. I know they've had some closed ones recently, but, yeah, I mean, that would be a way to get some, some info. A little breaking news for you. Yeah, the Knicks have uh, just now signed Jacob Toppin to join his brother. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Ain't no stopping Obi and Jacob Toppin. <laughs> at least one of them. Let's take a break. When we come back, 5 o'clock hour, we'll get back to the text line, 502-414-1450. We'll talk a little bit of uh, football recruiting, uh, a new commit from a couple of days ago. I think one coming here soon, uh, maybe before we get off the air. Maybe not. Uh, but we'll no. discuss all that good stuff. Uh, you have a football getting it going. Also, EA Sports, the new college football video game, maybe not coming quite as soon as we would like. <gasps> that plus your text coming your way. 5 o'clock hour is next what? here on 1450 and 96.1 The Big X. Don't tease me. Rutherford Show. Yeah, more songs with none and on it. Thursday edition here on 1450 and 961 The Big X. Uh, as I just checked my email box, these Esquire days, I don't even know how I got signed up for these. I never read the stories unless it's one of those like show rankings that we can use for the show. But I may have to read this one because it's, it's catchy. Cut your eye. The title, Why Is No One Having Sex Right Now? Well, I can answer that for me. I was going to say, Trevor, would you care, <laughs> would you care to weigh in? Because they said no. <laughs> the the teaser is we were bound to arrive at this risque but a risk averse state. The essential tension of America has always come from the tug of war between its puritanical nature and its pursuit of happiness. It's the only place that could produce both the Hollywood and the MPAA ratings, child beauty pageants and purity rings, gay rights, and I can't say the second part, even amid sexual revolution when women were seizing control of their sexual agency. Blah, 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 members, blah, blah, blah. When was that? Where was that for that one? We live in a confusing, chaotic country. Hmm. I'm sorry, did any of that answer the question of why I'm not getting laid? Is nobody really having sex right now? 
I know the kids aren't having as much sex as they used to. That's the that's the word. Is that the word? Sorry to all the kids listening. That explains right now. all the frustration on Twitter and online. Yeah, they're too busy. They're, they're on Twitch. I mean, twitching. <laughs> when I was in high school, it was like it was like eyes wide shut over here. I mean, everybody was happy. <laughs> it was not when I was in high school. <laughs> well, you went to. I got glad. When I, <laughs> that's not a good thing for you. For me. Uh, <laughs> well, for me, it was out. It was. Yeah, I mean, the place reeked of it, and at least that's what I thought it was. That's what I hear. Well, I wasn't involved as much, but... We've also got the, uh, the Cincinnati Reds. It was, just not as much with me. <laughs> <laughs> We've also got the Cincinnati Reds trailing the Washington Nationals now 3-2. to two Even the Reds and Nationals are scoring. In the eighth <laughs> inning, although Will Benson leads off the eighth with a uh, double and has been moved to third on a sacrifice. There's a cool story about him in the Cincinnati Inquirer today about how, you know, he's been... He was a former high draft pick, struggled throughout his... his Brief major league career to this point, had a great spring. The Reds had him on their opening day uh, as an opening day starter, and then he goes one for twenty with twelve strikeouts to start the year. And then on his way on a, a flight, he has this like Joey Votto singles him out, has this big conversation with him, and you know, tells him like what he needs to do as far as his pregame routine, his batting practice routine, like some tips. And like since then, he's just been been raking. Actually, had the highest on ba- on base percentage in June of any player in the major leagues outside of Shohei Otani, which is pretty nuts. But uh, it was a cool story. Check it out if you have any interest. Otani going to sign next year. I mean, Dodgers probably. Cubs. God, if you go, don't don't even don't even say that. The fact that you the fact that I envisioned that for a brief second just made me. I mean, I'm already just dripping in long COVID over here, and now you're just making me. I felt that was the worst I've felt in these last three days. I felt worse than I have the last three days. I mean, not the, it's not the Dodgers. I don't know why. Like. I mean, the Mets can't do it because they just gave like $32 billion to Scherzer and uh, the other Detroit pitcher, uh, uh, the dude that did the new pictures with the, the girl from the, the – Verlander. Girl. Yeah, thank you. Um, Kate Upton's, yeah. Kate Upton's side piece. How could you not get that name? <laughs> it's sad as I remember all the other details. I'm just like, yeah, whatever his name is. Um, yeah, they, they just gave those two guys like a, a way too much money for like next eight years. So I'm not that like I don't know I mean, the Padres. I mean they desperately need a pitcher. I would put money on him going to the Dodgers. You think it's just the Dodgers? I mean, can the Dodgers even? They can't. Oh, they can afford everybody. Can they? they, they, they yeah, huge payroll. Tenants helps. I mean, uh, at some point, can we get a salary cap in baseball? No, I don't want one. Why would you care? Why wouldn't you? If anybody would want one, it'd be you. You're too I know, hard. but I, I still. He's never going to be near it. I'm a purist. I, I, I like it the way it is. So, so you're a purist when it comes to that, but when it comes to like taunting on the field, you're okay with. Well, yeah, it's not a rule. I mean, I didn't like the shift change. I don't. I don't like the. I, I like the pitch clock. I don't like. The, I still hate the extra inning. Put a guy on second. Oh, they also that. can we say real quickly? And I, I turned that off on the, the the show game. By the way, we're already getting off on a, a tangent here to start the hour. But this drives me crazy. They refer to it as a ghost runner. When I played baseball growing up, like ghost runner, what it was like if you hit a double, but you didn't have enough guys to to stay on the base and like go hit. You had a ghost runner on third. It just meant like if you single, like he he scores automatically. There's nobody actually there. But he's gonna score. Do you ever play Ghost One on One? Like, play with yourself? No. Well, I'm, that's I know the answer to that already. Uh, <laughs> we answered that by the last email. It says we weren't getting laid. Uh, no. You ever when you when you go in the backyard and play Ghost, where you you take a shot and if you hit it, you get one point. If you miss, he gets two points. No. You never play? Oh, I do that all the time. Maybe it's because I had no friends. I like, like that though. Uh, yeah, I, I would. I would go out and do that constantly. Of course, like you know, if you fall behind, you just go and hit a bunch of layups in a row real quick. Maybe Joey Votto RBI single inside the game, three three in the eighth. Boom, bing bang boom. 
I got static in my ear. I was trying to fix the right when you're saying that. It's fine. Uh, we're also going to give away two tickets to the Loose City game. You're saying Big Bang Boom. We're going to give away two tickets to Saturday's Loose City game this hour as well. We give away two tickets to the racing game tomorrow yeah. in the 4 o'clock hour. We'll do all that good stuff. Uh, we haven't really talked much about. Not much time left. Yeah, we, we got an hour left. We, we talked about the big picture of the football stories from uh, the last couple of days that we didn't have a chance to hit on yesterday when I was out. But uh, Louisville did get a 4th of July commitment from three-star cornerback Raymond Mosby from the class of 2024. Uh, he said lengthy relationships that he had with the UofL staff played a huge part in him committing to Louisville over the likes of Cincinnati, Duke, Georgia Tech, Mississippi State, and West Virginia. Um he is ranked as high as the number 56 corner in the in, in the class by ESPN. He's the number 71 ranked recruit in Georgia, which is the the highest ranked recruiting state in the country in this class outside of Florida. So he is a top 1,000 player in all these prospect in all these recruiting rankings. Uh, a guy who put up some big numbers last year for a team that went nine and four and made the Georgia class 7A quarterfinals before falling to the eventual state champion. Uh, and the guy that the staff really targeted, they think can help him out in the secondary moving forward. And he becomes the 13th player from the class of 2024 to pledge his allegiance to U of L. This was this was good news. Is anybody question the the uh, Top Gun video now? <laughs> you think? I mean, it's, it's already, it was the day before when the video came I mean, out. It's already produced one recruit. I'm just saying. That's all. I mean, maybe Brady taking his shirt off. We've gotten two. <laughs> well, I think we're probably going to get another player. I'm assuming I have not checked. I don't think he is. He has committed yet. But um, you never want to take away. But if there is a, I don't know, maybe a defensive end edge rusher from the state of Alabama who's announcing today, I would feel good about his commitment to Louisville. Just saying. I just love backwards getting guys left. It's just. I, Guys left and right. Ah, I love it. We know the transfer portal is going to work. We've already seen that happen. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, and that's thanks to the song, which I don't have queued up right now. Sorry. <laughs> I give up credit to that. But uh, then now I want to transition this into this because okay. cause you very, you really upset me going to the break. I'm sorry. And while we're talking college football, what's this I hear delay? Oh, yeah. Because I've been, if I have to delay one more year, I'm. Ed O'Bannon's life might be in jeopardy. I had so much I hate Ed O'Bannon still to this day. So in May, EA Sports said the college football game is coming back next summer, right? It was the rumor was it's going to be this summer, but then it was like, no, no, we never met you to think that the, the, it's the summer of twenty four. The word has been summer of twenty twenty four. Yes, that's been for like almost two years now. That's been the talk. In the immortal words a- of Lee Corso. Not so fast, our friend. I'm, there's only one reason I'm staying alive at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Brom? Yes. Was, one was to get Brom in Louisville. Check. Clog that artery. Second was to get college football back. I, I don't. The, the stars are aligning perfectly. We're about to be. I mean, come September 1st, like historians in football are going to look back at that day as the day the Louisville legacy began. The issue is now you've got a group of players who feel like they're not going to be paid. Now, you, you know, how do you handle this? God, quit whining. Just be happy you're in a video game, dude. A group called the College Football Players Association has publicly revolted, saying that current college players time. should not opt into the deal. Uh, the, the current deal that EA has, has proposed, the NCAA, is that uh, every player will reportedly get $500 okay. for their likeness to be used in the game. The players are saying, don't agree to this, don't opt in. 
Um, what players are this? The ones that, that are mad because their ratings aren't high enough probably? Well, I don't think they have ratings. I don't think, I don't think we're that far along. But it does sound like it may slow down the, the, the game, and we may not get a EA Sports college football in summer of 2020. Every player who's signing up for that, there's a special place in hell for you, dude. You've got to answer to Trevor Kelsey. And I swear, you do. If you do, don't. If you see me, you see me on that ring, ring on that ring app. Don't answer the door. <laughs> do yourself a favor, and maybe me. Don't answer the door. I'm just. I just the other issue is. I don't think there's few things that maybe piss me off more than, re- than rebooting an '80s movie. Is, is the fact that, that I'm not maybe getting college football back. The, the other possibility is you do get the game in 2024, but it comes without the player names like it oh, used to. Oh, I don't to, care. That's fine. And potentially without some of the school names. Like the old Bill Walsh college football days where like Provo was BYU. I, I'd rather not have this. I'd like to have the school names. I can handle not having the player names because if he's anything like the last one, I'll just go to Buckeye2323 and then download them all from him. The, the other thing is, yeah, I mean... Sadly, I remember that. That's, that's how many, so times, I, like, uh, so many times I'd go in and sign on. Because that guy got it every year. For, I think like five years in a row he did the roster for me. But here's what would happen. In, in this hypothetical, not only would you not have the players... Because they used to get away with it. They wouldn't have the player names. But you would have, like, you know, Brian Brown would be, like, quarterback number 12. Oh, yeah. With, I mean, like, his exact high, his exact measurables. Yeah. So they're saying, like, they now will no longer do that. If, they don't, if they're not allowed to use the player names... They'll have just random. The players won't be like you won't have like you know, like Louisville's quarterback won't be. You'd have to like do that all that yourself. Like you won't have Jack Plummer his number as the quarterback. It'll be like some random like five foot five dude who's number three. Why, like, why can't I have anything nice? Before? I know that's what they're saying. That's Is this because these kids aren't getting laid enough? Is that why they're so tense and so angry? Maybe they're more having more sex. They maybe would, yeah, they wouldn't care about. Maybe they would. Maybe they'd be like you know be appreciate the fact they're in a video game and making five hundred bucks. It maybe maybe, maybe they wouldn't be wound up so tight. We also are not D1 athletes, so. Would you take five? If you told me I could be in a video game and you'd give me 500 bucks, I'd do it in a heartbeat. Well, yeah, but again, we're us. Well, I'm sorry, but 99% of the athletes in that game aren't going to, like, it's not like they're, like, doing anything in the I mean, that's going to be the highlight of their life, probably. So shouldn't they be cashing in more? No, it's, they can brag about it. They'll, they'll be able to brag about being in a video game. That'll, that in itself will reward them, reward them more sure. than, than any little like revenue that they could get. I'll do respect. If you are a like third stringer at Ohio State and you've got Ohio State football gear that you can wear to parties in class, you don't need to brag about being in a video game. True. And you probably don't need to worry about making five, an extra more than 500 bucks because you're making more, more than that anyway with mm. nil now. Maybe. Maybe. What are you talking about? They supposed they gave their uh, – ba- Well, they, they want more. They want, I mean, you, when you, yeah, I mean, it's greedy. They're being greedy little POSs. You just want what you want. I, I, I want them to tear their Achilles tendon in the first game Easy. they play. I, I, I'm sorry. No. They're going to ruin my life. I want theirs ruined, too. I'm be, I'm been vindictive. 502 414 is the Thornton Get me mad. Don't bring up college football video game and tell me delay. And I expect or I'll rant angry. on a radio show. What what did that texture just call me? I don't know. <laughs> I saw it come up on the screen. I was like, <laughs> Uh, Texture says, Bobby Miller pitching to Will Smith against Henry Davis seems like a nice recruiting visual. I'm curious if Kelly Dickey could use his data analysis to see how many other schools can claim that. So that, this happened last night. There was, uh, the I'm, Dodgers played the Pirates, yeah. and it was the first time you had an all-battery and batter featuring all U of L players. 
Uh, Bobby Miller was pitching to Will Smith as, as pitcher catcher. Henry Davis was hitting. Davis struck out. So that was, I mean, it's that's pretty damn cool to have a pitcher catcher hitter all from the same school. I can't imagine that that many other baseball programs have produced that. It was. It's kind of funny you bring it up because I, I didn't realize that happened last night. But during the bats game last night, they're playing Toledo in T Town, which. I have copyright rights on that one. That's what I used to call my my hangout was T Town. Uh, Jesus, it was. Um, this, is a, this is a rough episode for you. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> when I was I when you said in this basement, I'd be like, "Come on, ladies, let's go to T Town." That's what I called it a basement. I'm growing <laughs> unconvinced that you've ever had sex. The more the show goes on, the, the more I mean, not I'm for free, but starting <laughs> <laughs> to question a lot. <laughs> I'm questioning more the woman who accepted it, let alone you. Who fell for that crap? Ah, uh, God love Wagner. The um, but last night was uh, the Toledo and, and Louisville, and Nick Solak was going uh, at bat against Zach Brown at Kentucky versus Louisville card. Oh, cool! And, and Solak got a hit, by the way. I saw. Also, speaking as we keep building on each other here, I saw that Devin Mann like two nights ago had a double off of Josh Rogers, card on card crime, and then the day before that. Uh, Nick Solak got hit by Nick Bennett and like fake charged, which was pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the catcher, I guess, didn't have any idea that they were like the, the catcher and the umpire, like whoa, whoa, like grabbing. He was like, we we know each other. Now, unfortunately, in this situation, Solak like, played for Toledo and, and Zach Brown, the former UK pitcher, not the not the band, um, plays for Louisville. Yeah, well, he's okay. from. I think like, he, I, Nick always brings up. He's I guess he's from this area too. That's okay. Yeah. He lives. All good. Old. All good. Yeah. We also have speaking of, of former cards in the MLB, we have Brian Hoeing. Who's back? He's making his start for the Miami Marlins tonight. Is uh, he really he's back up in the okay, majors? Uh, he's an Indiana native. He's a, he's been he's a, what had a nice the, little run. Did, is Funkhauser still in the, in the major league? No. He was. I know he was first round pick like twice, right? He was because I remember he got drafted while we were playing the game, and it was he he was like the big slipper that year. In the, yeah, in the draft. and then he, but he he came back and ended up going like late in the first round again. I thought. He, he, yeah, he came back. He went later the, the next year. But it was still both late first round, wasn't it? It was both were late first round. He's yeah. still playing, but he's not in the majors. I think he's okay. he's with the it looks like the Rangers. I don't know why that name just popped in my mind. He pitched for the Tigers for a couple of years. So he he's, he pitched against the Reds a couple of times. I remember, um, but he is yeah he's he's in the minor leagues. He had no some problem. problems. That's okay. Did he? Texture says, um, "Hold on, carrot top is not funny at all." I don't know. I mean, I. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a stick. I mean, it's if you don't find it funny, I get that, but I, I think it's there's some humor to it. Texas says, speaking of taking stands, do you find I, him funny? I don't think I've ever heard his stand up. I just well, it's know, not really. It's, he just he does the. I know him from like shows, and I, I have not found him funny. Everything he does, it's all the same thing. He just does the. He makes the little gimmicks, you know, like uh, like I think one of the ones that we did in my show, which I remember this. I don't know. It was like a. It was called a bong for paranoia, and had like little mirrors all around it, so you could look while you know you're, like, you're, while you're doing it, like look around you. Like he just does little like stuff like that. It doesn't sound up my alley. I'll be yeah, honest. With depends. You. I'm, yeah. I'm t- each, each their own. Just yeah. I don't think I would like it. Texture says, speaking of taking stands, I need to know where you stand on the uh, Louisville football Top Gun Maverick video thing. Uh, we talked about this at the beginning of the show. I was more old man about it than Trevor. You were, which was kind I was of okay with it. Yeah, I just, I'm, I'm I'm okay with it. I, I'm good with them doing like fun stuff. Like I I would have maybe gone a different movie, but just because I just don't like the movie as much, but. I mean, it, I, I like the Top Gun Embrace. As oh. long as it achieves its intended purpose, which is appealing to the youth, getting the fan base even more juiced up for this season in the Jeff Brom era, that's all I care about. I, are you anti like, all just like hype videos in general? No, I love hype videos. Okay. Love them. 
Love a good hype. You just want like highlights to music, don't you? No, I mean, I'm fi- I just thought this one was. I thought it was a little strange. I mean, they're just you know, playing on a movie. Could be. I mean, there's like there's. You know, like did it like Love Actually or something? Well, yeah, I mean that would that would that would have been stranger. I agree with that. Texas, how does the Ben song make the cut on MJ Day? I have no idea. Because <laughs> we play the song once a month. I, I'm the only person in the world that likes that song. I like it too. I just don't need it to be a lead into a sports radio I mean, show every three that. weeks. We're the only two people in the world that like that song. <laughs> I mean, I don't even think Ben likes the song. It's a song of a kid singing a love song to a rat. Who doesn't love that? Why am I talking in rhyme all the time? <laughs> Texas says, are the Louisville Global Jam games going to be streamed? I've, I've, I've asked about this. What? The L women's team is going. They're in Canada playing. They're representing the United States in the Global Jam. It's the same okay. thing that Kentucky's doing on the men's side. They're the USA representative, which is how Cal is getting away with taking you know, two overseas, or not overseas, but international trips in less than three years. It's supposed to be once every three years. Um my, to my knowledge, they're not going to be streamed. And I think L's first game is tomorrow in Toronto. I'm excited. I mean, this is a team of basically four returnees and then nine straight newcomers, a lot of transfers, a lot of new moving parts. I'm very curious to see how they play. But I, I don't think that we're going to be able to stream these games. I hope I'm wrong, but I think that that was, that was the word that I got back a couple weeks ago when I asked. Mm-hmm. Did you also see that the um, – who's the kid that UK signed – from the 2024 class recently with the, the kind of the, the funky name. Um, Did I miss this? Or? Uh, the uh, Soto Cyril. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, we run air when that happened. He's playing. I call him Cyril. Yeah. He, he's playing in the TBT for the overtime elite. So he is the first amateur who's going to participate in the TBT, which is kind of crazy. Wait a minute. The TBT, like the thing with like the throwback players play in? Yeah, the basketball tournament. How's that possible? Because now you, I mean, you're allowed to do this. Is it takes something that he can, I guess, qualifies his name and his likeness. It doesn't jeopardize his uh, his playing career. He's, I mean, because now you can play for overtime elite. I mean, I'm assuming they're not getting paid to play in that. They only get paid if they win. If it. they win. So if he wins, though, wouldn't that make him ineligible for collegiate? No, not anymore. He plays for um, so the overtime elite has a team. They had a team last year. The Thompson twins were were on that team. In the tournament, they did not. I think they won. Yeah, but the Thompsons didn't also play collegiate basketball. Right, but you can play for overtime elite now and go to college, which I think we've had a, a couple of kids play in that the 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 G League or whatever the overtime elite league, and have gone on to play college now. It's not the rules have changed. You're allowed to do that now and maintain your co- collegiate eligibility. So he is a Kentucky player playing in the basketball tournament, which is kind of wild. But it now also has triggered a number of people who have said. Are we so sure that he's going to go to Kentucky if he's got this close affiliation with the Overtime Elite? Does he end up playing there and maybe not do like the? I mean, how, do, how does Coach Cal feel about this? I think his recruits about to go play against forty-year-old men. I mean, that can't be safe, right? That's a great, great response. These seven, yeah. If he was upset about 17, 18, 19 year olds going up I against twenty five and twenty six year olds, he's going up against thirty five year old men in this thing. Forty year old men in this tournament, he's they guys. might snap him in half like a twig. <laughs> I'm pretty. I mean, that's that's poor kid. He's gonna have PTSD by the time he gets to I school. Mean, yeah, I don't. I, I still, I don't know how it's. I, I mean, playing for a professional basketball team. I mean, I know amateurism is pretty much thrown out the door to a degree in college basketball now, but. I mean, that doesn't throw it out the door. That that poops all over it and it flushes it and it poops again on it and flushes it again. I mean, well, but, I mean, this isn't worse than like the the actual. I mean, 
these kids are getting paid to play for the overtime elite teams, and they still have their eligibility now. So that like, makes no sense to me whatsoever. Yeah, it's, that's those are the rules now. I mean, I get, I do get, it. I get you get around it by saying, you know, your your likeness saying, I can you get paid to do sponsors and stuff, but like that compared to actually being paid to play, that's the the definition of being a professional. Well, I mean, the, the actual definition. Words matter, people. I mean, again, professionality and, and amateurity are, are now like they're not what they were three years ago. Well, that's I, I understand that. Like people, these kids, you like used to be if you I signed a contract line somewhere, maybe if I you mean, signed a contract to get paid, it used to mean that you lost your amateur status. That's not the case anymore. We got okay. kids signing contracts everywhere. Right, so what if a so it just so by by that standard? And hear me out. I leave I leave school as a sophomore to go pro. I get drafted. I don't have the best career. Can I just go back to college and play for two more years? Uh, you cannot. Why not? Well, How is that any different? If, if you don't get drafted, I believe you can. Wasn't that the new rule? I don't know, but what? What? Why is it? Why can't I go back from the NBA to college if I can do? How is that any different than playing for the overtime elite? I'm being paid to play. I think when you sign up to actually make a go at it at the NBA, you relinquish your collegiate eligibility. Overtime elite has leagues set up specifically for 17, 18 year old kids. I. I think you're talking Apple. I don't, I, they're, 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 they're one and the same to me. You're, either way, you're getting paid to play. Well, yeah, uh, but you're getting paid in college too now. I mean, yeah, true, but I mean, I don't see why I can't. If I leave as a sophomore in college and I have three years in the NBA and I don't do well, I should be able to go back. By their standards, I should be able to go back with eligibility. I don't think it's the same thing. Same thing. <laughs> uh, speaking that of would TBT, really piss off to Coach Cal. <laughs> speaking of the TBT, Louisville announced today uh, the newest member of their squad, Kyle Kirk. Has joined the fold, uh, fresh off of his latest stint he'll be playing it. for Barcelona. He'll be with Louisville. So now we have, I believe, eleven players on the roster. Uh, last count, we've got Russ Smith and Peyton Siva. Are those rosters usually that big? They usually have like full teams. Do they? Okay, I never thought. I see. I, I guess I'm, I always get the TBT. I guess in the big, the three thing mixed up. Big three is different. Yeah, yeah you're only playing three yeah, guys at a time. It's that, half court. Yeah. This is like full, full real basketball. Yes, yes. Russ yeah. Smith, Peyton Siva, Wayne Blackshear. Shane Bahannon, yeah. Chinano Onawaku, yeah. Dylan Avar, Rakeem Buckles, Kyle Couric, and then the three non-Louisville players are Chris Dow, who played at Bellarmine, is a Louisville native, okay. uh, Nick Mayo, who was OVC Player of the Year when he was at EKU, OJ's cousin, and then Omar Pruitt, who played at William & Mary and got buckets back in the day. So that's the... <laughs> Poor uh, This is the other two have ties. What's the guy from William & Mary doing here? I think he's just really good. <laughs> <laughs> he was a beast back he's in the ringer. day. Uh, he was he, he was a very good player. I think, I, I, and I, I believe that they've got one more player that they're going to announce, and then the roster will be finalized. And I think that's going to happen sometime this week. But the first game is uh, three weeks from today. They're taking on the team from Auburn, the War Eagle team. Tickets on sale. I mean, I actually went to Auburn. I mean, pretty cool. If you're Kyle Couric, wouldn't you want your last game to Freedom Hall like to kind of just exist as it has been? Like, nah, that's, that's as a Louisville player. This is that's insane. This is different. Still. Like, I, I would be like, I don't know, man. I, I don't want to step on this floor. I, I don't want to ruin anything. I mean, yeah, I guess. But I, no, I'd be okay with it. Trevor will be okay with it. I'm good with it. You got my approval. Okay. That's all he needs. <laughs> he loves the show. Just don't uh, put the women Mary kid out there. <laughs> he doesn't deserve to be on Freedom Hall. What's his name? I don't know. <laughs> I'd be, I'll be honest with you. This might not come as a shock. I don't think I was listening to a word you said when you said his name. Omar Pruitt. 
Oh, hard was William and Mary. <laughs> All right, we got two tickets to uh, Louisville City FC's game on Saturday against Loudon United. I believe it's Loudon United. Please, where's Loudon at? Loudon United. Where's that at? FC. Who cares? They're, they're coming here. They're coming to Lynn Family Stadium. Eight o'clock is the kickoff. We're gonna have the the question five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. First person to answer this correctly is going to uh, get the tickets in the USL Eastern Conference, USL Championship Eastern Conference. Where does Lou City currently sit in the table? We asked that question for Racing Louisville. Where were they in the NWSL table? Now we want to know where does Lou City currently sit in the Eastern Conference table of the of the uh, USL. First person to correctly text in the answer to that question at 502-414-1450. You're getting two tickets to Saturday night's match at Lynn Family what, what do they get if they know where, where Loudon is? Loudon's in Tennessee. No, it's not Tennessee. It's not? No. <laughs> you sounded so confident. You're not so upset about it. I thought it was in Tennessee. It's not Tennessee. Where is where is Loudon? It's in Leesburg, Virginia. Oh, I was way off. You weren't even close. I do like their logo. It's kind of cool, actually. It's got like, it's, it looks like a. Uh, uh, okay, it's something that explains. That. I was about to say it looks reminds me of DC United, and they're the reserve team for DC United. I just noticed. Gotcha. That. All right, we got a winner. Did, did, did they knew it was Leesburg? Uh, no, it was oh. first of all not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I could have said Leesburg, and had you guess how many states there were. Like, would you even know Leesburg's in Virginia? No, I've never no. heard of that city in my life. I, mean, I would, I would not have know where I expected. No. Either one of us know that. Uh, Lou City FC is currently in in fifth place in okay. the Eastern Conference in the USL standings, but still within striking distance of the top. I know that they what they they drew with Pittsburgh, who's in first last weekend. They're just five points out of first place, which is currently occupied by both Charleston and Pittsburgh. So time to start making some moves in the summer. And congratulations, Texter. You win two tickets to Saturday night's match against Loudoun United, who is in eighth, by the way. With They've played 19 matches. We've only played three, which means we've got three matches in hand. It's a soccer term. Yeah. Hey, Jeremy Roach is from Leesburg. Well. Makes, <laughs> makes me like him even least. Less. <laughs> even least. Even least. <laughs> Leesburg. <laughs> Let's take a break. When we come back, you guys have filled up the text line. We'll get to as many texts as we can in this last segment. It's Mike Rutherford Show here on 1450 and 961. It wraps up next. There's I feel like I remember the Weird Al more and more. One more. Yeah, I, but I do remember this like, vaguely. I don't know why I was brought to It came to my attention just like not too long ago, and I may have brought it up on the show, but like in the video, he's like you walk around the, like, the pool hall. He's yeah. got the red jacket on. And there are no pockets. There's no pockets on the no pool table. I don't, I don't I know if you ever noticed that. I don't know if that's become like an internet thing recently or not. I saw the same thing recently. Yeah, and someone sure sent it to did. me. I may, have, I may have sent it to you, too. I just don't remember, but... 
Like, it's, that just blows my mind there's no pockets on there. Uh, we have uh, Reds Nationals, by the way, are going to the 10th inning. Uh, tied at three. Tony Santion, freshly called up, thrown into the fire today, gets out of a jam in the bottom of the ninth, and the Reds are still looking for their fourth con- or, uh, four game sweep of the Nationals, I should say. we got about 20 minutes. Yes, the Nationals. So what? Yes, we the Nationals, right? Big series with the Brewers after this, too. Our schedule is ridiculous for the rest of this month. But you know, you know, Yoshi play. We have, we have, we have the Jays coming in August, I believe. Yeah, you want to go to the game? I'd love to. It's a it's a weekend series. We'll do a show there. You want to go up for a new Friday show up there? Hell yeah, let's do it. I think it's uh, field. I'd look at the skate. It's it's mid August, right? I think that's right. That sounds right. It's either mid or late August. I honestly did not know this until while I was playing the the show the other day. I was looking through the schedule, but the schedule I was like, wait a minute, at Cincinnati. I was like, is, and I was like, does that match like reality? And I went and looked. I was like. It does. Yeah, they play a ton of AL teams. I feel like at the end of the season, which is kind of weird, but they do. We played. I mean, you all came to Toronto the last couple of times. We came there last year. I know that. Was it? Was it last year? Yeah, we we dropped two or three. Yeah, and and, and, and yeah, you've been. I, I can't remember last time Toronto's been. Because I told you, I think I've never seen Toronto play in a major league ga- uh, regular season game. You have to change that. The only time I've ever seen them play was the exhibition game when we played uh, Cincinnati in Slugger Field. Uh, yeah, August eighteenth, six forty on Friday, six forty on Saturday, and one forty on Sunday. Boom. Uh, tickets right now as low as twenty dollars. We, we can get you tickets. I'll buy you a ticket. We can get you tickets. Don't worry about that. We're going. We're going. We're going to go try. We're, do we sit? Do we sit out in the outfield and, and heckle people or get drunk? Maybe you can't get drunk though, can you? I can't. Sorry. Like this might be like this might be a rare Trevor get drunk day. I'm looking forward to it. You may be the only one. <laughs> <laughs> we got about 20 minutes here. We'll get to as many of uh, text on the Thornton sex line as we can at 502-414-1450. Uh, we'll go back to the beginning. Texture I have no idea. what. Uh, what uh, never mind. The Jets were on the show. They, what were we talking about? Uh, uh, Jets would be hard, uh, knocks. hard knocks. The Jets were on the show when Rex Ryan was a coach, and he kept referring to former U.K. fullback John Connor as the Terminator because Rex drafted John himself. Rex was really proud of that pick. Uh, I don't know why I always like John Connor though UK fullback. I, just, I, got, I, I always have a special like love for fullbacks in the old day, like your Lorenzo Neals and your uh, Allstott. Yeah, well, Allstott was. I'm, I'm more of the blocking. Allstott was more finesse. He was more of a running back fullback. I was more. I like the guys that like actual more blockers. You know, see, they haven't had Connor was like one of the last ones. Him or Neal. The old. Um... Who was the? Who do we have who kind of fit that mold? Because remember, Neil's son played defensive tackle for Jeff Brom at Purdue. Did Nick Senzel just hit a bomb? Who? Huh? See, Nixon hit a bomb. Nick Senzel. Nixon dropped the bomb. Oh, bam! He did. Reds up five three. Nick Senzel hit something. Yeah, he's. He, hey, he had he had a good day the other day. He hit, hit a bomb uh, two nights ago too. Love it. Sorry, I'm distracted. Yeah, come on, give it, give it the pro- we got a radio show to deal with. Uh, Texter says, carry that. Which one is it? I want to see it. (laughs) No. Texture says, uh, you're the Reds rolling. You're in sports Nirvana, Mike, minus U of L men's basketball. Upgrade in talent. Would you trade the other two for U of L basketball, though? Oh, U of L basketball. Would you trade trade the Reds losing 120 games and the the Lions going 0 16 for U of L to be a a tournament team? If U of L was a tournament team? uh, A minimum sweet 16. Ugh. Like, could could they go farther than that? Maybe. Could they lose in that game? Possibly. Probably. But 
their minimum Sweet 16. Man, you, that's tough. It's a one-year trade-off. Like, it's that's been it. so long since the Reds have been good, and this has been so much fun. But was, I, I I'm desperate the, for the basketball team to get good again. But the Reds had, I mean, the Reds were good. They haven't been that long, has it? The, when you had the, was it 2013 run? 12 was the, the team that should have beaten the Giants. I was say, I, we were on this, the Big X was on the air, I remember, yeah. They, they had a good window from 2010 through, like, 2014, and then since then they've sucked. They had the, the, the COVID year, they limped into the playoffs, like, the seventh seed. What year was the Giants playoff? 2012. Okay, because that was when we did, we did, like, a Big X party. At, I don't remember what bar it was. And we, had, we used to have the, these guys did a weekend show in here. And they're big Reds fans, huge Reds fans. And we were at the bar, and I just remember I, I, one of them was kind of my wingman. I was, we were talking with these girls at the bar, and the entire time I'm like, we're try, I'm trying to make progress. I'm, I'm working uphill with what, you know, what I got over here. And like the whole time he's just like not even paying attention. He's just like making references during the game. Like, dude, they're not going to hang out with us if you just keep talking baseball, man. And I just remember him just talking about the, watching the Reds Giants series on the TV. It just always blew my mind. They might. I was at game four. It sucked. Uh, Mike Lee got called up to pitch because, uh, what's his name, got hurt. Um, Johnny Cueto. No, Johnny Cueto got hurt Cueto? In the, he got hurt in game one. He still so pitches. He called Mike Leak up, and he gave up a home run to the leadoff hitter, and it was, it was all downhill from there. The atmosphere was great for the first <laughs> five <laughs> seconds, and then it was down. Then we watched uh, game five together at, at Danny's apartment, and it was a huge buzzkill. I'll never get over the, the Matt Latos giving up the grand slam to Buster Posey. Uh, just absolute, absolute soul crusher. I just think of Johnny Quito. I just think of Johnny Renshaw. Who needed Johnny Quito? Johnny Quito. Johnny Quito. Texture says, Thread seems pretty great so far. I'm sure more updates will come as well. It's still owned by an out-of-touch billionaire, but at least Zuck isn't actively spouting off racism and fascism. The update will come, Mike. Once all the people you follow are there, there needs to be something on the timeline until then. I'm sure it'll get better, but it just, you know, right now, like, I'll, I'll, I'll check it out from time to time. It, was, it did feel good having, like, a... A nice happy timeline to scroll through last night for a little bit, but you know, I'm still more people are still actively using Twitter. You gotta you gotta stay over there for the time being. I mean, how long did it take Twitter to, to like boom? Probably like a year, I guess. But yeah. Twitter was also the first of its kind. Like there wasn't a True. competitor. Yeah, because it was not. I mean, it was it was. I mean, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, it was it was just you know a stripped down version of Facebook and MySpace, though. No, not really. I mean, it, it was it was. It was different. Like you could just, you know, it was you knew what you're going to get. It was just. How's it more different than any other social network, really? Though. I mean, Facebook, you can post photos, you can post on other people's stuff. Like this was just you voicing your thoughts and like just characters, limited amount of characters. That that was it. Like that was it was just it was. I liked it. It was unique. Okay. Texture says, um, yeah, we did already talk about that. Texture says uh, the best part of Threads that you can have the government. Censoring you again if you say something they don't like. I missed that once Musk, Musk took over Twitter. Are they still censoring over there? Are there censorship on Twitter? Oh, yeah. Texas, until we find a better funding model that works, not against the everyday user, advertising and monetizing attention will continue to ruin everything it touches as it comes to all the socials. I mean, that's just not yeah. just limited to social media. That's everything in life. It, for, for pretty much. I mean, hard left turn TV. here. <laughs> hard left turn here. From a restaurant, waffles or pancakes, and how are you getting them dressed? I'm a big waffle guy. I probably, yeah, I probably, I'm waffle over pancakes. I'm waffle, I want, I mean, it depends. I'm like, just serving butter. I want whipped cream on them. Nah, I don't need whipped cream. I do. I like, I mean, you can get like certain extravagant pancakes at certain places. Like, I love chocolate chip pancakes. I mean, I'm all about the different varieties, but yeah, I mean, good, good restaurant that's really good at both those things. I'm going waffles over pancakes. I'm not saying anything bad about those who love it. I 
do not understand, or at least I have no intention to eat any like pancakes with additional stuff in it. Like I'm not like strawberries, blueberries, chocolate chip. Like to me, like that just ruins the pancake. It does nothing for you me. You are such a plain eater. <laughs> I the am weirdest thing. I just want syrup and pancake and like a stack of pancake. But if I had to choose between the two, I'm taking waffles. If anyone's ever been to, I think it's I don't know if it's only in Denver. I think it's they have a few of them. But Snooze, I know, is, is a breakfast place out in Colorado. Uh, they have it in Fort Collins. They have it in Denver. But they have, like, all these different kinds of pancakes. They bring you, like, the complimentary one to start, like the, the pancake of the day. It was the one of the best things I've ever tasted in my life. Like, every time you go to one of these places, the line is, like, stretching out the door and around the block. But we went. We, we were lucky. It was the day we were leaving from our, our vacation. So it was, like, Monday morning on, like, a random work week. So it wasn't that busy. And, like, I've never had better. Like, that was the first time where I was like, okay, I could be a pancake guy if they all tasted like this. I like pancakes, but I'm more of a waffle French toast guy. Oh, because he didn't throw French toast in there. That's now, now, now that's a horse to a different color now. Now we're now we're like I'll make you some stuffed French toast that'll knock your socks. I mean, I love some French toast. I love making French toast. I mean, long as it, as long as you're not like Horatio Sands making it in Road Trip. I mean, or whatever the dude's name was. Don't know what that means. You never seen the Road Trip? I have. It's been a while. Don't get the reference. <laughs> okay, uh, but uh, yeah, French, French toast. I would actually take waffle over French toast still, though. Okay. Maybe it's because of the basic in me. Like I said, I'm like, I just want syrup on it. It's all easy peasy. I mean, I don't I'm, know. Good, I'm good with a little ego. I don't know what this was in reference to, but it just says, my first question was also what happened to the dogs, Trevor. Oh, when you're talking about the woman attacked by the... the oh, the, the Hilton Head. Yeah, it's not, not too much. Okay, uh, you said she was 69, right, Giggity? Yes. Okay, like, I know a 69-year-old woman's not going to like be Usain Bolt or anything, but how can you not outrun an alligator? Are you really going to make me do this again? I'm, I could outrun an alligator. You could not. I'm going to outrun an alligator. You couldn't. We're moving on. <laughs> Don't give me. Russ, need to know. Alligator is not catching me, okay? We need to know what happened to the 999 guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're drunk somewhere. I want to know how that <laughs> yeah, went. No, I'm gotta, sorry, we didn't have the show yesterday. I want to know how that went on, on Monday. <laughs> one, is, one is yet to be found. The other is one got arrested and. Yeah, the, the, one that, the one that didn't complete it still at home. Texas says, uh, Mike, you didn't, oh, this angry guy, you didn't get threads because it was easy uh, to create an account. You did it because you're a raging liberal. You are a raging liberal. Raging. 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 I'm so mad all the time. If you're so mad, wouldn't that not make you a liberal? Well, no. You're, don't, 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 don't you contradict each other? Who cares? Doesn't, I know liberals are like, supposed to be like, uh, like, 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 a, like a newer version of hippies, right? Well, there's some raging liberals. Are there? Yeah. I mean, everybody's mad about everything now. Both sides. Just constantly mad. Constantly pissed. It's why nobody's having sex. That's the <laughs> that's your answer, Esquire. Because we're, we're raging on both sides about everything. It's just a, except for, except it's a chicken and the egg here. We're mad because we're not having sex, and we're not having sex because we're mad. Love of God, can't we all just calm down and plow? Angry guy, oh, man, Angry Guy's texted like eight times already. Maybe he's not getting any either. Well, we, I think we know that. <laughs> Uh, he's made some. He's made jokes about uh, you know the, the shirtless Louisville men is basically the low hanging fruit jokes you would expect angry guy to do. Oh, and then he also says, "Are Louisville fans more hyped about TBT than their actual season?" Honestly, you're making a good joke, but I would say probably say yes. I don't think so. I don't. Th- <laughs> I think maybe they have higher expectations for the TBT team than they do. Oh, but how is that any better? Well, I think you're still like I'm more excited. Like I, I'm excited about the TBT, but like I don't. I'm not as invested in the results as I am, like, the actual okay. UofL basketball Are you more season. excited for the TBD to start? Or no, I'm more basketball? excited for the UofL basketball season. Even if I don't think it's going to be great, I'm still excited to see. I don't, I don't know it's going to be terrible. 
I want to know what happens. <laughs> when does the TBT go? Is how, how, that doesn't go on during the basketball season, does it? No, no, no. It's, it's one tournament. Yeah. Texas right. says, uh, by the way, Trevor, they actually traded Obi Top into the Pacers, so it's just Jacob on the Knicks. I had no. TJ actually texted me that too. Then I spent like five minutes trying to find out who he got traded for because it's apparently that's what it happened three days ago. And a guy who was once taken eighth in the draft was dumped for two second rounders. Yeah. I mean, Pacers suck anyway. We're it's so. I love Rick Carlisle. He's going to be a Hall of Fame coach because well, I mean, it's not hard to get in the Hall of Fame in basketball. But he's just the worst coach to have at this era and in, in right now in the NBA because he's old school in a league that's no longer old school or actually coaches basketball. Texas says, I wish I was having sex, but my pregnant wife's OBGYN put her on pelvic rest for the rest of pregnancy, so I can't. Sad face. I'm sorry. But also, congratulations. There's ways around that. No, there's not. <laughs> Call me. <laughs> Texas says, Bobby Miller pitching to Will Smith against Henry Davis seemed like a nice recruiting video. Uh, we already read, read that one. Yeah. Take, I don't know why I didn't. Look at you a repeat. No I don't know why it didn't come up. It's already read. Texas says, Trevor is so altruistic. What is that? I don't know why what you were talking about that, like, that's what I meant. He called me something. What does that mean? It means you're he very... called me autistic. No. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, is he saying I'm the dude from like Life Goes On? It means like Corky. Is that what he's calling me? It means you're very giving. You're concerned about others. You're, you're, oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's better. Charitable. That's how you call me. Okay. Texture says ESPN College Hoops 2K5 on PS2 with Josh Childers on the cover is one of my favorite video ah, games ever. One. Mike Patrick and Jay Billis with the broadcast team on it. I missed the old college hoops games for great. The college hoops games were like hit and miss, though. Like college football was awesome every year. The college basketball was kind of like, is it going to, I don't know, it felt like it had, it, it wasn't always a guaranteed home run. Basketball games are tough to make. They are. They're they tougher were, than baseball and football, I feel like. But, but yeah, I remember the children's one he's talking about, and that was, that was a good one, yeah. Texas says there were multiple bats last night. Davis also got a hit off of Miller with Smith at catcher. I didn't know that. There you go. Also, Hoying Hoying started last night and pitched well the first two innings and got rocked in the third. So I'm I'm just I'm slightly off about everything. Who got rocked in the third? Brian Hoying pitched for the the Marlins last night. I thought it was tonight. Texas, who fake charged the mound? I missed it and sounds hilarious. I think it was Solak with Nick Bennett pitching the other day. I know Nick Bennett was the pitcher. I think it was Nick Solak who was hitting, and like he he gets plonked. And then he like fake charges, and like the, the the catcher and the umpire very clearly don't know that like there's a relationship here, and they kind of like stop him, and the umpire sort of follows him as he walks, and they're both laughing, which is good. Texas says UK should do a hype video for the movie Cats. Stoops, Tom, I don't know if I can read this. I don't know what to, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can read that. I think it's okay, but I'm not 100 percent sure. I can. Well, I'm just picturing like the, uh, Dennis Leary coming out and doing memory. <laughs> from cats. <laughs> I have no memory thanks to concussions. <laughs> Tiger says, come on, Mike, is it really that difficult to learn a new app? The way that Twitter keeps changing everything around, a new app might be easier. Does Twitter really changed that much. It's changed some stuff recently. I guess it changes more to the people who like do or like live through Twitter more than I do. And I know like so I I've never really you used TweetDeck and apparently they've just completely just wrecked TweetDeck recently. I TweetDeck was my favorite thing like when I first got on Twitter. Like I loved TweetDeck when I had my laptop, when I used the laptop. I don't think I've used TweetDeck in like since probably 2009, but I know people who do like obsessed with it. Oh my god! I just saw. Sorry, I just saw Nick Senzel's catch in the. Were you not? You're, I could say I thought you'd be a TweetDeck guy. No, I, I, I've never really used it. Every now and then. it just was too it was, it was too much for me. I was I, that, when I was in the Twitter 
you know, when I was younger and it was cool to be on Twitter. You know, that was when I used it. Back when you were cool. <laughs> Texas a girl I went it to It did exist, I swear. <laughs> Texas a girl I went to college just moved back. What is the statute of limitations on asking out a recently divorced single mother? I don't think there is one. No. You, 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 no. I mean, granted, like this has been given this has been like a few months. I mean, yeah, you don't need to it's like, hey, I'm so sorry. No, I don't on think the other hand. No, I mean the next day you're it's open game. No, it's not. She's divorced. Who can I mean I mean don't go go don't you know, not to you know, don't, as Cuban Gooding would say, you know, don't don't shoplift it, but you know, on the single mom. But just you're more than welcome to hit, ask her out. I don't think there's you gotta a, give a few months to breathe. No months. Yes, my no. Trevor, no offense. I don't. I don't. I don't take your word as gospel here on these things. You should. I don't think I should. I mean, yeah, you, no, you don't have to wait months. She's divorced. A couple months. No. Yes. No. Ask her out next week. Well, good luck. Go for it. See how that works out for you. I mean, if she makes you wait, then you wait. But you can go and ask her out next week. Well, if you ask out, then that's done. You've, you've blown your wad. Not necessarily. I think so. It's, it's spoken like a man who, <laughs> who asks people out way too frequently and then loses his chance. You gotta play the patient <laughs> game. Be patient. Wait a you, don't, you never play the patient. You didn't play the patient game with Mary. Well, not with Mary. Okay, and you ended up marrying her. So well, that was that was Mary not playing the patient game okay, with me. Okay, so therefore, maybe my advice is right and yours is wrong. No, ended up with you getting married. Well, are you saying your marriage isn't right? No, it is. Okay. I'm just saying she, she she was she made the move and she was very right. attractive. That was, that was different. <laughs> she said the lady part. She can do when you you can do whatever you want. When you, you that's the thing that I don't think she understands. When you are a very attractive female, the rules don't really apply to you. No, that's true. That I would agree to that one hundred percent. She also is so clueless about other stuff like that too. Like when she's like, yeah, like, you know, like these guys, like they're just they're, they're nice. They're, I'm like, no, they're not being nice. They all are. Of course, they're nice. Yeah, like she's like, oh yeah, this guy that I used to babysit for his kids, he would just text me. Like it was just he was so funny. I'm like. No, I'm like that, that's not like he would not be texting you if you weren't a very attractive young woman. It's not the way that it works. I'm just I'm just letting you know this. Oh man, they're just so completely clueless, attractive, and sli- slightly naive. Yeah, I mean, man, that's... why'd you get to marry before me? Texas says <laughs> Trevor alligators can run up to 35 miles now. We're not doing this again. Alligators, I, you find me, I, you put an alligator on a four on a 40 yard dash and see if it, it what it runs. <laughs> If they do not run 35 miles, I find that hard to believe. I want to see that in proof. Texture says, uh, Mike, I think you're wrong about this one. This divorcee is looking for a rebound. Well, how do we know this? Well, she's, how long, well, she's divorced with a kid. I'm assuming the kid is the baby's daddy, right? Maybe. Hopefully. I don't know. We, we, we're light on details. We, we are. But didn't you have, the, original, the original text said it was somebody from high school, right? College friend. A college friend. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, I'd say so. You already know it's not like it's a stranger, not like somebody you just met the, the, the Pinkly Wiggly. It does change the equation. Yeah, you, somebody you've known, possibly you maybe even dated at one point. I think reaching out as a friend is the right first step, and being like, "Hey, like, just well, no, you don't want to be. I mean, you don't want to get caught in that area, though. You don't get caught. It's a divorcee. She's. I feel gross talking about this. Oh no! I mean, I just say, I say, ask her out. I mean, Texture says, "Got kids, so she put Trevor's mom is, is on pelvic crest after last night." Angry guys. Oh, that's uh, you guys are gonna be. You have to be nice to my mom. She's a little upset right now. She had to put a cat down. Texture says uh, the single guy begging to get laid is giving out dating advice. Okay. Wait a minute, single. 
just uh, I, listen. If I looked like Mike, I'd get a lot more action. This okay? is like say anything. <laughs> yes, of all this about the girls. Where are you hanging out next to a gas station Saturday night? No girls anywhere in sight. By choice, man. You, if you took my game and put it with some like a better looking specimen, it would be just like Hugh Hefner all over again. Texas Mike getting lawyered by Trevor on air live was not on my KSR KRC bingo card. Today. I lawyered you, or you lawyered me. I think I lawyered you. That's what he's, that's what he's saying. Yeah, I, I think I got you on that one. Yeah. Texas Trevor, how your, how's your own advice working out for yourself when oh, it comes not, to dating? Doesn't work. Doesn't work for me at all. That because I, I again, good game. It's like I don't know. It's like if I'm like Kevin out there shooting like free throws, but I just can't run up and down the court. You know, I, I don't know how to explain the analogy. Texas TK made it right on this one. Jim Porter stayed open so long based on divorces. <laughs> the Cougars went straight from divorce divorce court to celebrate there every night. Well, yeah, if she wants to go to Jim Porter's, that changes the thing. <laughs> She's going to Jim Porter's. You don't have to ask her out. Just ask her to the back room. <laughs> uh, we don't have time to answer all these. Nobody left the. Co- I did want to get into. No, fi- no one left their coke at the Don't go back there. I promise you, it was all in their pocket. <laughs> I did want to get into Victor Wembanyama and his security guard uh, slapping Britney Spears. We did not get a chance to talk about that. Maybe How we can get there I tomorrow. How did miss that? Oh, it's a big story. It's a it's a big story. Um, Texas, you don't ask her out. You ask her to hang out. No, she's a she's a woman. She, that's like no. What are you? What are you, teenager? You don't. You don't. Do you want to Netflix and chill? We'll play it. No, I, I mean I don't know. I wouldn't say like the traditional like dinner or movie, but just ask her if she wants to go have a uh, some coffee or get have a bite to eat. Be casual about it. Be cool. On that note, we can say goodbye for the day. Uh, and like, Reds in the Reds lead the Nationals five four. Bottom of the tenth, of the Nationals have just scored. Don't uh, break the a kid run. a gift. We've got. Uh, don't, be, don't be that guy. <laughs> who can we pick tonight? What, what, what game we pick tonight? Uh, let's see here. Uh, Orioles Yankees. Kyle Bash versus Luis Severino. Who you got, real quick? I see somebody in the Yankees got in trouble for like domestic violence or something. Yeah, another, another yeah. I didn't, I didn't see who it was. It's I just for the rest of the year. Yeah, so it's, the, the Yankees weren't even going to fight it. They're like, oh, peace out, buddy. Not a good sign for that dude. Orioles um, win. Uh, I'm going to say Orioles. Take Orioles, yeah, because I just hate the Yankees. Do we have bats baseball tonight? We do. They're taking on. They're in T Town still. Bats in T Town coming your way at six thirty five. First pitch. We, we got to get a win, Randy Wynn on the on the mound. Go bats. Make it happen. Everyone enjoy your Thursday night. We're back here tomorrow at three o'clock. Go bats. Go cards. Go Reds. Go ask her out. Just no sooner